When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Soul Killer's what we need, and Makoshi's how we grab it. Hello and welcome to Core. This is Core. I almost said Corpo. That that had been funny. <laughs> I really did. My brain hung up on Core and I almost said Corpo. But we were just talking about Corpo stuff. And we'll get to why here soon because there's big stuff coming up for all you cyberpunk fans. Uh, this is an episode of Core and it is September 21st, 2023. I'm Scott with Bo Schwartz and John Jagger. And today, lots of stuff in the world of video games. We'll get to it all. But I would like to share a sad tale. That happened just oh, today. No. Just today. Uh, was hanging out with the little grandkid. All right. He's four now. And he's starting to really get into Pokemon and Mario and kind of the, the Nintendo pantheon of characters. So I went out and got him. They have these mystery grab bags where you buy one. You're not sure which one you're going to get. It's pretty common with lots of things. But it's in a bag that's just nondescript. Except you know that in there, there is one of like seven different Kirby's. All right. Yeah. So one of them, he's going like, ah, another one, his mouth's open. One's closed. The other one, he's wearing something. So one was asleep uh, with a little hat on uh, or whatever. And I know he loves Kirby. So I thought I'm going to get that. And then when I see him today, I'm going to give him this little gift and it'll be this cool moment of like, yeah, he gives me cool gifts. Right. So I'm, you know, making points and all that and trying to raise him on, you know, some cool video game concept concept. So I go grab one, seven bucks for this thing, six fifty something like that. It, yeah. And I get it back and uh, I show it to him and he says, no way. Oh, cool. And he goes to open it. And the first thing that hits me, I was a little sad, is that it is the sleeping one where Kirby's asleep. It's the most boring one in there. I kind of had hoped it was one of these more exciting ones. Fine, though. It's fine. Whatever. We yeah. can deal with it. Um, here's the part that sucks. Uh-huh. We go over to my sister-in-law's and they have chickens in the backyard and a, and a pen. And he decides he wants to go over there and mess around with the chickens, which is fine. So he's going to take carrots out there. Chickens love little bits of carrot. So he's going out there with some carrots and you know, feed these chickens. Well, I thought everything was fine. I'm doing stuff inside. Later on, I go check on what's going on. And he went out there with Kirby. And this thing's made of, I'm trying to think of what to compare it to, like um, foam. Uh, oh, geez. I don't even know what to compare it to. Uh it's really easy, easily torn up foam if you want to tear it up. It's like compression molded foam. Oh, and boy. it makes it squishy, and that's cool. But I think a little too... Uh, it's not very resilient if, you're not, if you don't want to take good care of it. He thought, 
that this would be a perfect little treat for a chicken. So he's oh, peeling. No. He'd take off like one of his feet, little red red Kirby feet, and feed it to the chicken, and then a little other piece, give it to the chicken. And so he's just picking it apart like a hunk of like a like a chunk, like an end of a bread loaf, and he's just slowly taking these pieces of Kirby and and throwing it in there. And oh, at no. first I was like, oh no, but oh well, okay, you know, big deal. It's seven bucks. He's he doesn't know any better. It's all fine. I'm a little worried about the chickens, but beyond that, because they ate some of it. Beyond that, I realized this might be the perfect death for Kirby because that bastard's always eating everything else. He would, he would without any yeah, remorse, him right. yeah. yeah, he would suck that chicken in, take the chicken's powers, and then have a chicken hat at the expense of a now dead chicken. So, this is turnabout fair play business to me. And I wasn't yeah. that upset about it after that. I like that you approached the situation like Worf. Yeah. You looked at him and you were like, this is a good death. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't think of that at the time, but I kind of was doing that. And um, he was real sad at first. He thought I was going to be mad or something. I'm like, no, 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 it's okay. It's it's fine. But I tried to explain that you don't want to give all your toys to the chickens. That seems like a bad I mean, idea. At least he's sharing. It's nice. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's nice. being nice, I guess. You want to build on the positives there. Yeah, but I thought of John because of all his Transformer stuff, and I was thinking, you know, how long till Alexander tries to put one in a frying pan that's already got eggs in it or something? Or I think that's oh, a, li- yeah, a little yeah. dip. Oh, yeah. You're going to have to. Yeah, that's good. I don't know, man. Has he done? He probably hasn't done any of that yet, but maybe he it's, would. It's one of those things where you have your personal toy collection and they ruin it. You're like, mm. yeah. Yeah. He knows to stay away in general from dad's stuff. He's, he's weirdly pretty good at it. Mm. Uh, although having boundaries on my things has had a weird reverse effect where it's like the stuff in here, he's got a lot of respect for. Like, he will not touch it. He will look at it. He'll point and ask, but he won't touch it on his own. Mm-hmm. But the other side of that, because that's wonderful, is that it told him, okay, that's the stuff that's off limits. Everything else is fair game. Mm-hmm. Mm. So he's very uh, respectful of these things. Mm. Anything else that comes into his household, it's like, well, I'm going to play with that. It's just as much mine as it is yours. It's not dad's. Right. So we're, <laughs> we're going to play with that. Right. <laughs> kind of sucks, though, just because, you know, we all it's fine. We're never it's not like we're going to hold these kids, put them in jail or time out for, for the next 10 years of their life because they tore up a, a doll or broke a transformer or something. Yeah. But yeah. it still sucks it because, you know, we're kids and, and, and at heart, we want our stuff to last and uh, it's fine. But t- technically this was his, so it wasn't like he was ruining some of mine. I just, right. I just had given it to him like literally 30 minutes prior to its complete disintegration. Uh, here you go, chat. Here's a picture of some of these. You can get these little guys, the little <laughs> In, mystery ended guys. Poor Kirby. Yeah, it was a real bummer. But also, those Kirby uh, pack things are made terribly. They're really easy to tear apart. They're they're not great. So I guess he's I'd supposed to so. be a durable character too. That's yeah, cool. and he's not in this form. He's smushy and terrible. Oh, here they are. They're really you can tear well, them. Maybe you can sue for false advertising then. Yeah, I don't like it. It bothered me. Also, this one where he's sleeping. You see the sleeping one I had. It looks yeah. like he has boobs. Look at that right there in the front. <laughs> it does. Uh, yeah. It kind of does. It kind of looks that? like he's leaning over to show you yeah. and trying to make a kissy face. A little cleavage business going on. Stripper stuff. <laughs> so I they've got more problems. I can't unsee it now. <laughs> it's a real weird version of the Rorschach test anyway. <laughs> yeah. 
You don't get this like, one in college. Do you see a sleeping Kirby or a sexy Kirby? <laughs> I don't know if they still do that. Do you think they still do that? What's the shape? And you say, oh, it's like a butterfly all spread out or whatever. Do you think well, they still? I don't know. I think that was debunked, right? I think feels like it I was. heard it was. I don't know if that always stops people. Oh, that's a fair point. I just remember Venkman doing it and thinking, that's how you get girls because I was young and stupid, right? Because remember that? He was preying on some college age girl. Uh, well, yeah, with, with, the, with the card for psychic power. Yeah. And uh, not cool. Shocking the guy. You know what is sad is how long it took me to realize what was going on in that scene. Because <laughs> as a kid, I was just like, it's so funny. He just shocks the hell out of this guy. Yeah. What a blast this scene is. Sure. And it wasn't until I was much, much older, much older than I should have been that I went. Oh, he's trying to get with a girl. Yeah. And not just a girl, but a girl that's half his age at best. She's 18 or something. <laughs> yep. Yep. You know, and he's pushing 40. It's like, what are you doing? What are you, what are we up to here? Well, anyway, <clears throat> so I just, I guess the lesson is let kids do what they're going to do. Chickens are dicks and uh, don't buy yep. Kirby toys because they're made out of trash. All right. So don't do it. Absolutely. Obvious lessons. Obvious lessons, everyone. We got some big news to share this week. It's a big leaky, leaky week for our friends at Microsoft. The Xbox Microsoft accidental leaks were a lot of stuff. Um, everything in it, not all of it, but most of it is about three years old. Uh, and there's a ton of, there are t- there's a lot of misconception around these things as well. We'll talk about some of that. Let's hit maybe the big points first. Like there's a new console design and controller design coming as a mid generation refresh. If you want to call it that next year, 2024 is when it's said to be happening. And, um, it's essentially a series X refresh it's rounded this time is got a bigger two terabyte hard drive in it no optical disc and a controller that gets it closer in line with what the ps5 controller does in terms of like haptic feedback and a more granular sort of uh, rumble experience and that sort of thing um and also some strange language oh, also, on the marketing. uh this will be big for both so i want to point it out quieter buttons and sticks yeah you like that Bo? Oh. Oh shit! I didn't hear that. Yeah, yeah. Now you're in. Yeah, no. Now you're. So they in. they knew that the the. It's been a while since I haven't used my controller to play games in a while. It's like it almost feels like a distant memory. <laughs> but you're right. I think I did complain about the. I felt it was sticky and loud. When is the last time you used a controller? Has it been like, that long? Well, um, I mostly use the Xbox to watch TV. Yeah. And then when my mom moved in, I gave her my TV and Xbox so she could have a nice. Oh. Viewing experience, but it's in her room, her area. So I don't. It's like the. It's like I don't have an Xbox anymore. It's my mom's. It's your mom's. And yeah. If we're gonna watch some TV together, then maybe I'll. I can pick what show, and that's the extent to use my Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, take it anytime you need it, and I'm like, it's okay. I've got my PC, and you know. Sure. Yeah, but I right. may have to get a PlayStation Five. Just uh, that. That may actually still happen. Is that because of the Final Fantasy Seven? Yeah, because of rebirth. Because of one <laughs> stupid. <laughs> Effing exclusive. <laughs> yeah, I saw but, some new footage, and I'm like, I don't know if I can wait a year. It I'm looks like, so good. Yeah. Like that's the other thing. It's not in the news, so maybe worth mentioning here. Uh, they did a lot of people did do a preview of the new Final Fantasy Rebirth, and it looks good. It looks that's really good. good. Yeah, they added a bunch. I just thought it'd be a continuation. It wouldn't. It wouldn't bell and whistle it much. But they're talking like a hundred hours of completionist content in there. It's a big game. Yeah. And this is just the third and 
or no, sorry, second in a series of three. Wasn't that the original plan? Yeah. yeah that's so probably benefiting a little bit from laying the groundwork, like making it three games, you yeah. know? Yeah. Like they got cloud going, Ooh, like they already have that animation. <laughs> <laughs> they don't need to, they don't need to remocap a whole no. bunch of stuff. You know? That's true. I guess so. Uh, yeah, I, I'm actually really excited about that too. And I wondered when I saw the the latest stuff on it and all the extra footage, I went, I'll bet Bo's gonna, there's like crafting in it and more than just, you know, sticking yeah. magic gems in your sword. It's like more than that. So I don't know. looks good. Yeah, Customized well, chocobo armor, like in depth. Uh, segways oh all, like all my favorite games is coming up are all gonna have segways yeah uh, like a dragon infinite wealth segways yeah <laughs> final fantasy 7 rebirth segways yeah i'm getting segways everywhere which i thought is a little weird we've never really truly embraced segways as a mode of transportation like they wanted us to it kind of was just made fun of and was mall cops and that sort of kind of thing and now suddenly these video games are showcasing segway like devices and i'm like okay i, I did, did the video game world not get the memo that those were dumb? I guess not. <laughs> I think the newer generations embrace it because it's not Segways, but my mom even owns one and she used it today. Is the electric scooters? Mm, people like those, yeah. Like, yeah, like, well, I had one and my mom had one. I broke mine because I'm a little too heavy for it. So I'm going to work on losing some weight next month. It's a little embarrassing. Okay. All right. I bought the tire just two feet from my house. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. No, and I was like, God, I, I knew I was a little over the kilo <laughs> limit. And I was like, gosh, dang it. Nothing makes you feel fatter than breaking your damn electric scooter two feet from your house. It seems like it but, should carry it more than, I mean, you're not that big of a guy. You're, you're just, you know. You're, I'm, I'm heavy enough. It's time to lose some, some poundage here. Mm. And, uh, yeah. Well, I'm doing. The I same, mean, I so. carry it well. I think I get that reaction all the time, so I know like whatever that means. Whether it's just my bones are actually heavy yeah. or something, I don't know. But, yeah, maybe yeah. you got big, thick, dense femurs or something. You know, like not maybe that, my <laughs> balls are really thick. <laughs> your balls. <laughs> it's just, definitely your giant balls. heavy balls. Yeah, I gotta it. lose ten pounds all in the balls. If I don't get these balls down. <laughs> You got to take steroids. They'll shrink right up. You'll be fine. Yeah. I'm going to go to my doctor. He's like, can you shave some circumference off these? Kids? Yeah. No kidding. Why did oh. I make it weird anyways? But it, yeah. That game uh, looks yeah, great. But scooters are great and segways are great. Final Fantasy seven is great. Like yeah. a dragon's great. <laughs> the Xbox controller could use some improvement. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All these things are true. I really like my Xbox controllers, but I agree with the They're great. The I don't really have a harsh criticism. It's just a difference. They're just durable as hell is why I like them. They're I just, still, yeah. I just, I have a favorite toy. It's right here. Yeah, this is this is my go-to lovely controller. For those I at got home. a new one not long ago. I oh, really look like at the that. color of it. Look at that. Yeah, look like at that, that one right there. That's great. Mine are all in the other room. This controller is like a baseball mitt, right? Like the reason I like it, it's worn in, it's crooked in all the ways I understand. <laughs> in all the ways you understand. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, like a good politician, it's crooked in all the ways I understand. Yeah, you went to politician. I kind of was thinking of making a penis joke but yeah oh, as much okay. as, as, yeah, much yeah. as i like my ps5 controllers and i do i think they're really incredible tech in these things they feel flimsy compared to the work truck that is a is a xbox controller i'm a huge fan of the playstation 5 controller um in general right. i think the technology <laughs> in it is incredible i think you play the um what's the game astro's play lab is that it uh, that Play, game is an amazing showcase for that controller. And I'm like, oh, all controllers should be like this. But Final Fantasy 16 
prove to me that there is still room for improvement on the PS5 controller. Yeah. I eventually got real sick of using that controller. There's an yeah. ergonomic thing that doesn't work with my hands. Yeah, I think it so, depends on your hands. It's gonna you're gonna have different mileage, but I have a similar issue with it from long term use. I had, in fact, playing that game, I got crampy. Um, maybe it's because the action in that game is so crazy. I don't know, but, but yeah. for the most part, it's fine. I just there's a workhorse quality to the xbox controllers but there's also kind of a dumb quality to them because they're not really doing anything fancy they haven't really evolved i respect sony's desire to make new shit happen and I, I so whatever they do here if they're going to do it at microsoft and that's a big if these are things again three years ago nobody knows none of this confirmed there's some renders and some stuff in the material um so maybe it'll happen but uh you can you know, probably do six buttons right we know where the four buttons are yeah I mean, we're probably ready for six, right? We're ready for six. ready for six. Not we're just ready us. for six. I mean, Sega, mm. Sega tried Sega it. Sega did it. They had yeah. it. They had a six-button controller on the Genesis. You had to buy it extra, though. Or the uh, Sega Saturn had six buttons. So did the... And then they tried to do that retro Genesis with only the three buttons for America. And I'm mm. like, no, thank you. That is not the controller I know. Well, I the, the good extra. news... But here's the good news, John. That I bought that one. I have it. It has just the three, but all the games included in that first run were three button games specifically designed for the Sega or the Genesis two Mega Drive two thing that came out this year um, is a whole nother slew of games. And that one is the six button controller plus the newer looking Genesis design when they shorten the shrunk it up. So you could yeah. get that one instead and you'd have all your buttons that you want. I think what people need to do, everybody who wants to make a game system needs to go out and look up the Sega CDX Best and make ever. another console like it. Cause it's the greatest video game console that was ever made. I, I love the, the random happenstance that is John and Scott had a CDX and why did I know get not many people did, but Oh, I loved the CDX I so too. much. I'm so mad for selling it. What a beautiful device that was. I sold it for 250 bucks about six years after I bought it because, you know, we'd moved on to new consoles and stuff. Yeah. And I regret it so much. I want. I should have kept it. I should have it now. It was just such a great relic of, of that it, time. Yeah, it will be a great collector's piece given how unusual it was. Yeah, and they're not and cheap it was on so, eBay. It made going over to your friend that had, like, the old school Genesis and the CD adapter plugged in, and you're like... This looks like you bought a janky transformer. <laughs> yeah. It looks stupid as hell. And they're like, look, I'm going to put the 32X in it. And I'm like, ah, this is ugly. It's not good. What an what an awful thing this is. And then you go home and you just see. I feel like it's the video game equivalent of what car people feel when they have a really expensive, nice car. Mm. Like, I think that's how I felt about the CDX. You watch other people with their problems and you're yeah. like, these aren't my problems. <laughs> I'm, I'm above this. Yeah. Uh, I was going to try to find a photo. Oh, here you go, chat. Sorry, that took so long. There's a ch This is a photo of the proposed change or, or what may be a change. Really, it is just a cylindrical take on the current design instead of being squared off. Uh, it's still black. It's still, you know, has that. It kind of looks like a virtual assistant. A it feels like bit. I should be able to yeah. go Phil Spencer and it goes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Since I got rid of Cortana as a voice thing, they should totally replace that with Phil Spencer and have it be his voice. I love that idea. Um, the paperwork that came with this is pretty stupid, though, because the proposal had some length. This is clearly not done. Because the the subtitle of it says, this is Project Brooklyn, by the way. 
uh, it was supposedly called, Xbox Series X refresh, and then below it, the most powerful Xbox ever, now adorably all digital, it says. Well, that ruffled some feathers because... Yeah, well, nobody likes when you talk about how you removed a feature like you've invented something. Yeah, people hate that. But again, these were documents that weren't supposed to be public. So on the one hand, and and someone's screwing around with the word adorably. Oh, yeah. That, then it's... Yeah, that's got to go through rounds of revisions. Somebody probably catched that, I would hope. Oh, I would assume so. I mean, of course they would. I don't... And again, this stuff was never meant for public consumption. So, you know... Content oh, from being shilled again. Xbox would never do anything. Oh, is wrong. that where is that where they think we're shilling? I mean, I do, I do the same thing with with Sony. I'm adding is, the YouTube commenter who's about to type something in right now. It's not shilling. <laughs> this is just corporate. This is corporate stuff, man. I would say the same thing for Sony. You have ideas and thoughts and comments and emails and drawings and patents that you're not going to submit and all this stuff, and you have that laying around, and you you do some and you don't do others. Like this is work. I don't I don't know why this is so shocking to people, and that's why I really appreciated this. Jez Gordon guy on Twitter, um, he went through all of this and debunked a few things. Uh, so we'll just talk about the next one. There's there was talk back then uh, that Phil Spencer in particular, uh, but, but Xbox in general, wanted to buy Nintendo, and they were seriously wanting to do it. <laughs> and if you look at the numbers, Xbox made more money than Nintendo. Like last year, their own reporting versus Nintendo's own reporting, they made more money than them. I think it was 15 billion versus 11 or something for for Nintendo. Um, that doesn't say anything about number of units sold or any of that. We're just talking about raw revenue. A big part of that's Game Pass. Like that's a whole other conversation. But the point is, you could see why Phil Spencer, lifelong gamer, who might get a little a little hay up his bum and go, you know what we ought to do? Let's go for Nintendo. Well, they didn't, and they won't. Um, but the way this guy puts it was Phil musing on Nintendo was an aspirational corpo speak, gently explaining why it was a bad idea without alienating the commenter. Um, I mean, I don't know. I don't think, I think people are making a lot of hay about that for no good reason. First of all, them going, them bouncing around the idea, I think is a normal thing for companies to do. You're never going to see that for most of the time. This time it got leaked. So now you're seeing it, but they were never going to buy Nintendo. Like whether he wanted to or not, Nintendo isn't for sale. So right. if there was a serious play, you'd have found out about it, right? Like who of course. here yeah. on this podcast right now would like to buy Nintendo? I would like to buy Nintendo. You know who else would? I, Sony I, would like to I, buy I Nintendo. I would like to buy Nintendo. Uh, Microsoft. Buy that for a dollar. Sony. Yeah, you, know, man, you know who else? dollar, I'll buy it twice. Tencent would like to buy <laughs> Nintendo. Uh, they'd do that in a heartbeat over at Tencent. They buy everything they can. Hell, that Embracer group, even though they're in the shitter right now, would probably try to buy Nintendo if they had the option to do it. Well, that so, saved them for sure. I just don't think this is there's a lot of hay. And again, call me no, I mean, it's corporate just, apologist or anything, but this I is just people cor- going, I want to buy a thing, and yeah, and they didn't. You, you already said it, but Corpo Bow in the house, it's pretty normal to do what if scenarios. Right. <laughs> like you have people in your company that are just like, hey, what if we did this? Give me a projection. Right. presentation in two weeks right. you know and there are people like, out there that are like but it would have been terrible if it happened okay but it didn't yeah. like we we got to go off of what happened and what happened is there were internal emails that hey aspirationally this would be cool that's it that's what we're judging 
the whole monopoly, like what if Microsoft has a monopoly on the industry? I agree. That would be a really bad thing, but that's not what we're talking about. No. And the fact that you want that to be what we're talking about kind of hints at an agenda. Yeah. That says more about people than me. Yeah. Like every company does this with their competitors. Who can we absorb? Who can't we absorb? Pros, cons. What would it take? Like I'm just... And they don't just think these things. They talk about them in meetings. They send emails. They do memos. They have. I assume it's like a full time position in the, in the corporate structure. I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't like know that's what consulting is. I'm sure it falls under consulting. I, but guess, like, I guess what I was annoyed with all week is everybody was acting like there was some weird smoking guns, and they're. I'm like, where no, these are like has a different. Extent. These are smoking nerf uh, nerf darts or something. It's barely anything. It just it really all it is is it's embarrassing for them that they're their processes and methods and plans and hopes were just aired publicly. That's embarrassing. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. the biggest smoking gun is that they uploaded all their private documents to a public site. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> we didn't even mention that. that. I don't think it's that bad. I think what I would find embarrassing if my public document, like, um, I like to write really gross messages to Crofton hoping he's in a meeting. Yeah. So he has to read, like he'll be in a meeting of something serious and I'm like, you know, I'll write like, uh, I, I bet you'd really, well, I can't even say it. I just think of the grossest <laughs> thing, lots of stuff. I just think of something really like gross that'll make you react, like something you really don't want to do. Maybe that would make you uncomfortable or something. I do this. I try to write that in all seriousness, hoping the Slack message pops up on his phone. He looks down at his phone and he just, you know, sees a picture of a penis or something like the, the best thing I can, I don't, wouldn't want that becoming public. A no. penis yeah. or. So like, I don't send. <laughs> dick pics but i write graphic things to croft in, in order for him to read it in the middle of a meeting so that he has to start laughing uncontrollably and have to make something up to explain it because the truth would be way too embarrassing to explain yeah no i do, do this with, i do other. this with dunaway yeah. on discord every day we say something gross and rude to each other to make each yeah. other laugh if anyone got a hold of that without context they would be like what are you two doing it's only something you can do with people that you're really good friends there, with. There are certain people in our lives that this is 100% the relationship. They are, they are safe relationships where you know what the other person can do. I had a friend who went through a terrible, like, extremely unfortunate event in his life. Um, like, really bad things happened to him. Mm. And he was talking it through with me, and I was there for him. And at a certain point, he said something to me, and I went, oh, I'm the only sad person ever. <laughs> and he started cracking up laughing because that's the relationship he and I have. Right. That's if somebody heard me say that to somebody who went through what he went through, they would be like, John, you are a heartless monster human. Mm. And they'd be half right. But. Like, that's the relationship that he and I have. He found out that other people can see what Steam games you have and immediately wanted to start buying me every porn game on Steam <laughs> just to make anybody that might check my profile think that I was downloading a ton of porn games. Yeah. That yeah. is the nature of this relationship that I've had since the third grade. That's a real friendship. Like, Man. that's how it is. That's how it goes. Yeah. So, it, like, again, I think the big news out of this is that Microsoft uploaded their own documents to a public website. I think that one's bad. And then I also think, and this isn't even necessarily related to the documents, although it, it has had its side of it, uh, 
Microsoft not really expecting much of a performance out of Baldur's Gate 3. Well, the good news is on that front is... also mud on the face a little bit. It is, for sure. Um, Them essentially acknowledging... You know, them them just thinking, oh, whatever, that's a CRPG. Nobody plays those anymore. This can be a small a small hit or whatever on PCs. And it ended up being so much more than that. But to their, not to their credit, to the credit of everyone else or discredit, everybody underestimated. Larry and themselves, the lead of Baldur's Gate 3 said, quote, to be fair, everyone did, unquote. Yeah, everyone underestimated that game. So I don't blame him for that. You know, I do, I do. Oh, there's one thing people are freaking out about that this jazz guy talked about. Um, here it is right here. Calling Baldur's Gate 3 second run. A lot of people leaped on that, thinking that was their their term for like second hand, not good, second rate, that right. sort of thing. It refers to, it's a term internally that people use in the industry. It refers to the fact that it's not launching on Xbox first. It will be entering its second run when it hits Xbox. Some people, even journalists, took this to mean second rate for some reason. Um yeah, yeah that's annoying. Second. Yeah, and that that annoyed me because I was just like, "Come on, guys!" <laughs> just like, like we, I know we love controversy. We love it when I don't know any of these things happen. We love it when Nintendo f's up. We love it when Sony screws up. We love it when Microsoft flips. But this is a lot of hay out of, and I'm not saying it's not worth talking about here. It is, but I think a part of the conversation should be just how much hay we tried to make out of a what's what's the phrase hay out of a molehill? No, that's. What it, no, what well, it's a mountain out of a mountain out of a mountain out of a molehill. What's the hay one? Always coming around here making <laughs> mountain hay out of mountains. I think it's, maybe we're trying to make hay out of horses or something. Something like there's a phrase about hay. Some no, made so much hay, hay is for horses. Want some? That's what you're supposed to say. But, <laughs> yeah, that's not that though. I don't know what it is. But anyway, yeah, that's. I not, have whatever. heard the phrase "making hay" before, but I don't know if if there is a second part, and I don't know the origins of it. It's but like, mountain out of a molehill is a thing. Yeah, that is. No, it's basically implying that something is. Um, you're feeding on the something. The saying is "make eating. hay while the sun shines," so it has nothing to do with what you're talking <laughs> no, about. No, it's like being a vulture on a skeleton. You know, it's already eaten. Wait, what? Oh, right, I get it. Because they've already something eaten like the that. Place. It's something like that. Sure. Here's what I would have no. done if I were Microsoft. I would have had better. I would have had somebody somewhere. You have enough money to do this. Somebody somewhere really track hard these games that are hard to tell what they're going to do. Because I think that even we had a better handle here on the show about what Baldur's Gate was going to do a year before it released. We knew this was going to be gigantic. We knew it was a bright star in the sky of gamers everywhere. We were all just waiting for it to come out of early access and be available for real. I, I can't imagine somebody at Microsoft or anywhere couldn't have been smarter about seeing that trajectory and not tried to harness some of the good from it, or at the very least be on board with working with them early to get the console version done for their console instead of them, you know, just letting them go off and do the Sony timed exclusive. I saw Sven comment. I would like to speak with that analyst. It's hard to know if he misinterpreted that news as well. Yeah. But probably they dragged their hands. Yeah. Like I don't know what the spot the behind the scenes story could be. Xbox failed to pay attention to them. Um, one of the other developers, because I followed a bunch of them, because the game was like you know we had this problem with DOS too. And I'm like, Divinity Original Sin Two was clearly incredible. Everyone should have been knocking at your door. I, I still think Xbox probably dropped the ball. Mm. 
not yeah. treating them with the same priority Although, level as CD Projekt Red for sure. The, I do Baldur's think Gate that the I do think the quote that everybody did is accurate because while I certainly expected it to be big, I don't think I expected it to be this big. I didn't expect it to break free of its niche. I expected it to be a damn near perfect game for what it was. I didn't expect to suddenly have people that seemed uninterested in this type of game talking think, about it. I think and it was the bear sex. It. I think it's uh bear sex, always bear sex. Yeah. I think the bear sex bear sex escalated it to that level of national discussion in America about like transgenderism and keep shit out of schools and all that shit. Mm. And everyone, you know, a lot of people got bent out of shit. Now they're putting bear sex in your video games. And <laughs> yeah. I think a lot of people listened and went cool. they got got, you know they got the reverse that whole thing you said earlier about downvote me thanks for the engagement like that's kind of kind of same effect right like yeah they're like ooh, and everyone's like you're right ooh, and then they rush off to buy the video game yeah ooh, ooh, let me buy this game yeah Yeah. i think there's a lot of that uh, for sure so yeah underestimated no doubt everyone did though so not it's again i don't think it's a bombshell it's another one here about no mention oh oh, 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 before we move on blood from a stone Oh, blood from a stone is what I was trying to say, but it w- but it wouldn't so. come out. It was mountains and hay and shit. What was wrong with well, me? Well, I thought it was like hay from <laughs> mountains a stone, and hay. It's <laughs> just mountains and hay. I used to think only my dad did this mixed metaphor crap. I do it all the time, and I I used to make fun of him. He would say he literally said this as straight face as you could be once. He says, "Look, you know the old saying: if you get up early in the morning." You're lots more wise or something. Like you just had it all wrong. <laughs> or early bird gets the worm, Dad. Yeah. And I'd go, Dad, it's this. And you get mad and like, you know, tell me to knock it off because I was I was being picky or I was being semantic or whatever. Now I do it yeah. all the time. I owe him an apology. Sorry, that's Dad. That's the curse of age. You know, the young people come along and like, excuse me, it's like this. And you're like, whatever, dude. Yeah. Like, get away from I got the, the syllabic intonation correct. Like, leave me alone. Yeah. A- <laughs> oh, I love the term syllabic. Anyway, uh, they also, uh, no mention, people keep bringing this up. There was no mention of Halo in the leaks and took that to mean that Halo was doomed or dead or done or we're never talking about Halo again. Um, there's no mention in the leaks because. This is nothing. None of these leaks had anything to do with Xbox Game Studios and those games. This was 100% Bethesda side stuff, all of it. And it included some pretty crazy projections after they bought them and then pandemic happened and that changed everything and I don't know. There's a whole yeah, lot Apparently of we're of getting an Oblivion remaster is the rumor, yeah. which I mean Fallout 3 remaster, John. You like that game? That I'm excited about. Fallout 3 was a mighty fine game. Hopefully Hopefully they can be a little well, less snarky on their yeah. remade ending. Hmm. This is the, the Oblivion thing is a gaming journalism juggernaut though, because on the we got game devs versus mods because there's Sky Oblivion, which is Oblivion entirely remade in Skyrim as a mod coming out. That's right. And then there's first party remaster. Sure shit. Whenever those two are coming out, that's it's going to be uh, a lot of newspapers sold that day. Probably Who's better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. People can recall, that. especially about Bethesda. They can also recall that. Hey, remember this was the game that brought microtransactions to video games, the three ninety nine horse armor, and they can bring that up again. And it would be really funny if they made a complete remake of the game, and the only DLC slash buyable thing in the game was another set 
of horse armor. I would love that. Oh my god, that would be hilarious. Actually, would love it. Hilarious, but also there's going to be people whining. They're double dipping three ninety nine. Like it's like only now it's ten dollars for horse armor. Yeah, yeah. Wait, how much was it the first time? It might have been ten dollars. No, it was only. I'm going to say it was only like. I thought it was. It was like three I or four it was bucks. Five. Was it? Was three? We can probably find out. I don't remember. Horse How much was horse armor, armor when it first came out? Price. I remember thinking it was oh, ridiculous. Oblivion. It was insanely priced at the time. Now probably acceptable. Uh, by today's go. standards. Oh, it's even less. Two fifty. Two dollars fifty cents. It was so. It was such a like lightning rod. Oh, of, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, the price. Who won the price is right here. Who got the right price? Uh, I went over. I went. Scott went over. Oh, I did Whoever's too. Whoever said $1 got it. Uh, yeah. well, we didn't know what it was, so we'll just do closest. Who was closest? Ba-na-da, ba-na-da, ba-na-da. I was too high. Yeah, you were too high. Oh, so so I, Scott, oh Scott, well, come on down. Oh, I sweet. do this think that $10 would be the equivalent. Actually, hold on. What would be the price for horse armor today? Oh, that to would do set that? people off at the same degree that it pissed people off back okay, then. Okay, so 2008 versus 2023 but uh, i don't think here's the problem i think we've been so uh oh there's a u.s inflation by video game companies yeah, what, what year i don't think that? you can go off regular inflation oh wait then hang on what what year was this out? 2008 2008 for mm-hmm. how much uh two dollars and fifty cents yep okay i got i found a website inflation u.s inflation calculator.com hopefully there's no malware <laughs> if in 2008 Enter year. I purchased an item for two dollars fifty. Then in twenty twenty three, the item would, the same item would cost, whoa, thirty one dollars. No. Oh my gosh! Hold no. on. Maybe you can no, no, no. just go off of. Hold that. on. That is not correct. I'm, the one I'm looking at saying. Excuse me. This is a Coin News Media <laughs> Group company. <laughs> Well, mine's saying three dollars fifty-seven cents in twenty twenty-three. No, no, that's no way. That's I've what seen it says. What How much was it talking about? Was like a dollar? Yeah, but rent prices that that's not normalized inflation. I think I think Bose was too high. I think yours was too low. Uh, although I I will say okay, this. I, know, I think I made a mistake. Sorry, three dollars and fifty-seven cents, forty-two percent. Okay, so same as what I said. So we both got it, John. We say three. Okay, I think I accidentally typed three thousand percent in one of the fields. <laughs> <laughs> no, you put too much money. You didn't put the right dot in it. You probably said 30 bucks. Or no, you probably said, I don't know what you said. I, I No, I messed up. You could type, there's a default field that has 3,000% in it. I don't know why that's the case. But. Oh, yeah. Okay, so, so that's what it would increase by the metrics. But the question was, what would be the cost to cause the same level of outrage? Um, 10 now. 10, I don't think people would get outraged for 10. I think people would find it cute. How about 15? Will you take 15? I don't 15? think they get outraged. I think Blizzard, where they charge like $20 for a head or something, like, <laughs> sorry, a helmet. What is Let's think what? about what went in the, in the helmet. Um, <laughs> but I think when that's what they charge for that, I think horse armor at, at 15, nobody bats an eye. I actually think $31, what Bo said initially. That's closer to that would cause some genuine That's outrage outrage. level. Okay. But that's Overwatch. Overwatch skins cost $30. Yeah, that's what he's saying. For three pieces of horse armor, $31. Yes, that would cause the same. That would cause some consternation. I think that's fair. And you're right. They already do do that. But I like the idea of paying 20 bucks for a head. 
You know, that's what <laughs> for I head. Yeah. I got it. Or for a head. Uh, oh, you. Oh, well, never mind. Forget no, it. No, a head. I know. I said the a quiet, and Woo. you might think I was talking about something else. Yeah, forget all that now. A head. A head. A head indeed. Um, there's also some stuff about them working on a <laughs> working on a handheld. Uh, not much there. Um, you can only speculate on what that might be, and it's probably more like a Game Pass type device, a lot like what Sony's doing with the Portal, I would think. Um, but anyway, it's a fascinating uh, bunch of leaks that are mostly hyperbole, in my opinion. But I think there was, was mostly there was one other thing I heard. Microsoft seems dumb for uploading it. Like, why would you do that? That's why it's not a hack; it's a leak, and I wouldn't even call it a leak. It's a mistake. I did see someone in chat and they've typed it like four times. So to avoid them having to type it a fifth, I did see someone say that the courts today admitted it was an issue on their end. That is not what I had heard, which is why we keep saying it's on Microsoft. But if that has changed, we don't know it yet, but you in the future do. And congratulations. What do they do do when it's the court's fault? Nothing. Still the same problem, right? I mean, we just kept to blame the, the courts. courts. Yeah. Bring them down, Microsoft. Well, I, Crush Xbox the judicial might, system of X, America. Xbox might have a litigation that they can do because of potentially harmful stuff getting in the hands of the public. Yeah. But I see, and that's where I, I, I stick with my point that there's not that much that's harmful here. So I don't even know if they'd have Well, you know, that's the lawyer's job to invent, I guess, for yeah. them. You know what I mean? They like, do that. Okay. They definitely do that. But there was one other thing I did see, and I don't know how, again, just like the rest of the stuff in there, how much this is a victim of just uh, hyperbole. Yeah. You know? But um, there was a projection for sales, and Phil was asked about it, and Phil said if and they looked like very positive projections about game pass. And he said, if game pass did that, we probably close up Xbox in 2030. But then he was clarifying, like it'd probably be like in 2027. I I, I realize I'm telling this in a very bad way Mm. because it's been a few days since I've seen it, but just that there was discussions internally about potentially shuttering the Xbox program completely. If game pass sales didn't meet certain um, metrics, which I found interesting because it sounds like they're all in on the Game Pass bet. Yeah, yeah. and 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 it, the the projection, uh, you know, uh, reminiscent of conversations we had about ABK and Square Enix. You, know, you might you might hear, oh yeah, twenty million in Game Pass uh, sales. That sounds great. And the Microsoft corporations like failure, mm. failure, twenty millions of failure. You know, so. Yeah. Um. Yeah, no confirmation where they're actually at, but they were asked about. I think it's pertinent because they're trying to show that Xbox isn't dominant. So if they have things that show how fragile they are, that works in their favor. Like, yeah, you can buy ABK, you're struggling, we get it, you know. Uh, Phil Spencer said in a tweet uh, or an X post... Uh, tweet. Yeah, I'm it's just a tweet. It. I'm calling you it a tweet. You don't have to call it X. I'm going to call it tweet. That's Nobody's going to come after you and be like, Scott. I don't know. Drones, man. Elon Musk changed the name, Scott. Drones. Drones. I mean, if Musk was de- really the true narcissist that, you know, if he just leaned into it, he wouldn't call it X. He'd call it Musk.com and you're sending out a Musk. Musk. Ugh. Yeah, <laughs> oh my god i'm gonna re-musk like this <laughs> i, I musked like them they didn't get back to me but i did musk them yeah musker yeah. they'd have to call it and you'd send a musk well anyway here's what he says phil spencer on the 19th he posted 
uh, Xbox P3, by the way, is his username if you want to follow him. We've seen the conversation around old emails and documents. It's hard to see our team's work shared in this way because so much has changed and there's so much to be excited about right now and in the future. We will share the real plans when we're ready. And that's it. That's perfectly said. What else are you going to say? What, are, what else are you going to do? Go, hey, I'd like ah, everyone just to gonna announce it all. Yeah. I'd like everyone <laughs> to keep, keep speculating, uh, you know, saying dumb shit on the Internet. Please keep doing that. Um, you know, Could you really all helpful. please hold us to this? Because we, when we leak documents, we consider that a promise. Right. <laughs> we really are committed. Well, there's one promise I want them to keep is this Doom Year Zero. I want another Doom game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, the yes, dude. In fact, today is it going to be a good day to, to, to talk about that because I actually played some, some Doom. And we'll talk about it. Mm-hmm. But uh, I love this. One of these comments is just, to me, illustrative of just where our gamer community discourse is on social media. This guy named Morgan on tweet on on this post uh, says, I would like to emphasize that it's highly unlikely for Xbox to discontinue the support for physical discs in the middle of a current generation, considering they have already sold millions of Xbox series X consoles that rely on physical media. Well, that's bullshit. This guy wrote the guy behind him or below him is right. He says rely is a very strong word. I've had a Series X since launch and I don't own a single disc. Guess who else is like that? Me. I have a ton of games on there. I don't have a single disc. I'm worried the disc drive won't work because there's probably dust in it because I don't use it. I don't do 4K Blu-ray. I don't do any of that shit. So here's a crazy thought. If you use a disc for everything, don't buy the all digital (laughs) version of the thing you already own. Well, exactly. Like this, this refresh, if you wanted it, is mostly about disk space and a couple of spec jumps, but nothing major. And so, you, you own it. You can install it on your X, upload it to your account, and download it on your refresh, right? Sure. But the main, the main point is that physical disks are on their way out, whether people want to acknowledge this or not. I bought the PlayStation yeah. 5 I bought because I saved money to get the one without the disk. I don't need it. I haven't once said, "Oh, I wish I had that disc now." Not once have I said that. Now I'm not. I didn't I'm check one to person. See which one my parents got? They probably got one with a disc because they're old. Yeah, they probably don't know. They were like, "Well, we got these DVDs. We got to play them somewhere." Oh, let, me, let me see. I just got to lean a little to the left. I'll find out. <laughs> it looks like you're farting. It has a. Di- it has a. Di- it sounded like it too because my chair squeaks. Yeah. Uh, it has a disc drive in it. Ah, okay. See, your parents—they're like, uh, we can't just throw this giant library of discs away that we already bought. And I know there are tons of people still loving their physical media. Go for it. Live it up while you can, because like, I don't know, a million formats before it. This is a limited time. We're not doing this forever. Physical media is on its way out, whether you like it or not. Go look at the sales figures, all that stuff. Vinyl overtook CD CD uh, sales this year. That's a true thing. I don't have it right in front of me, but I had to do this for DTNS. The amount of vinyl records, which is definitely a boutique kind of idea now, anyway, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's a we're in a mostly digital world with music as it is a hipster bourgeoisie thing. Exactly. Make some vinyls and it overtook CDs of all things. So, um, and I know people love this. My daughter collects, she loves uh, cassette tapes. She went out and found, she went to a place and found like a whole stack of like seventies and eighties music in cassette form was so stoked. She has my old Walkman sportsman yellow thing that she listens to him on and she loves it. She's all into it. And, but but she's so you can not see even the mechanics. Gonna... You need to have a window so you see the tape doing tape business. <laughs> yeah, 
It makes it a little more magical that there's like this engine going to produce the music. She's fascinated in the way that we might have been as kids when our grandpa rolled out the Super 8 or my dad showed slides in a slide projector Mm -hmm. or whatever. Like it's okay to acknowledge that things are on their way out and not blame, put the blame at the base of anybody, Sony, anyone else. There's, this is the way we're headed. Like it or not, we're headed that way. All right. So Omega nine makes a, a good point. Although it sounds argumentative with a point I don't think we were making, um, is like for a lot of people used games and the used game market, is an important one to them with how they afford games. And that is almost a 100% disc-based system because there's no such thing as a pre-owned digital game at the moment. And that's fine, but it doesn't really go against with what I said, which was, if you need the disc, they make that console. It exists. And if you are already bought in, you have it. Don't buy a digital upgrade. Yeah. Now, is it unfortunate for those people if eventually console makers altogether decide to abandon putting discs in them? Sure. But it's kind of the trend, regardless of how, you know, it, regardless of anything else, it's kind of the direction we're going in. And if all of a sudden gaming markets collapse because people can't buy used games anymore, then it'll come back. No. Yeah. Like, if there's a need, believe me, somebody wants to make money off of it. Mm-hmm. But it's going to come down to numbers and those numbers are going to be what is better for us putting a disc drive in and the cost that that creates um, versus just going all digital. And right now things are skewing digital. Yeah. And the lot, the longer we go where it's less and less physical, that means if you want to maintain a physical drive option, you're paying more per optical drive than you would have 10 years prior because nobody's making them at the volume they were. So there's also like this production issue of costs going up where you don't want them to, and you really don't need them to. And right now there's it's advantageous for both Sony and Microsoft to own or to offer a diskless solution and a disc solution because you were not there yet, but we're getting there really quick. And I'm I'm just not willing to take a document that was never meant for public consumption and assume it was law, because it, it it for all I know they're not even going to do this refresh. I don't think Sony's doing one either. I think they're both avoiding it this time. I don't know. I thought I heard I, I've heard rumors that both were doing it. Well, I know Sony's got a slim. There just some leaked pictures of a slim, but that's different. That's more like. That's like the, a, the yeah the yeah, refresh last time model. they've always done slim stuff, but the refresh last time was an actual bump in like these now do 4K or they do higher frame rate or, you know, the Pro and the yeah. X, X, Xbox One X, whatever the hell it was, what they call it, Xbox One X. So stupid. <laughs> yeah, I t- yeah, that's so what stupid. it was. Yep. So stupid. But anyway, those, those two things happened and I just, I don't think they happened to, I don't think they did much to boost anybody's anything. <laughs> I think they were kind of considered not a loss, but just like a wash. So I could be wrong and I'll you know, happily admit it if it happens, but I don't think either place, especially based on conversations and documents that are created three years ago, I don't think this proves that either company is going to do it. They, of course, have had the ideas. This is what you do at a company. You're constantly building out stuff. I would love to see secret encrypted hard drives at places like Apple and Google and a million other places. All the shit they never brought to market, almost did, barely did, just talked about. 
Like, it's a lot. That's what companies do. They're not all just sitting around going, all right, here's the thing. Now all we do is do the thing. Here's the next. It doesn't work like that. You've all work at, you all work at jobs, you know. It's not as simple it's, as that. It's fascinating, and I did love it. I loved getting to see it. I loved looking at it. I, I loved everything about this. But I think seeing the discourse and the discussion around it proves why this stuff is usually kept secret. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, this proves Like it. you said, I really wish I could see this for all companies. It'd be wonderful. But uh, maybe based upon the reaction, there's a reason why they keep all this stuff secret. Yeah, I think that is absolutely true. By the way, if you're wondering what $10 would be worth today in two, 2008, $10 versus today, fourteen twenty six in standard metrics. So there you go. Not great. Don't love it. $40 in horse armor. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's not going to be happy about that. And let's get to this now. It's time to talk about the games that we played this week. And uh, we'll talk a little bit more about Starfield today because John and I have both been playing it. Um, did you have your major ship loss before we spoke last week? You did, right? Did we do that? Or was Let me tell you another little story about ship loss, Scott. Oh, no. Last week on the show, I shared a fun story about losing a ship, and it took up a big chunk of the show. And then after that show ended, I went and played Starfield, because like I said on the show, I'm really having a good time with Starfield. I like it. Uh, It has been a fun, it has been a fun time. I am not kidding you. Here's what happened immediately following our episode last week. It was on Thursday night. I told everybody I restarted the game and I had only just restarted and I went on a very early game mission where they teach you how to power down your ship systems to try and sneak past a couple of enemy ships. And I thought, well, I'm an experienced fighter pilot at this point in the game. I know I've seen my way around a skirmish or two. I can surely take out these three enemy ships. And it Mm. turns out I could. I was good enough. And I took them down. And not only did I take them down, but I captured one of the ships. Mm. And very early in the game, I thought, I'm going to keep this ship. This is a major upgrade over the frontier. What a great ship this is. Mm. So I kept that ship. Did I then make it my home ship or return to a port to really own the ship outright? Mm. No, I was in the middle of a mission. Naturally, I would want to finish the mission I was on. Yeah. So I took the ship over to the salvage yard and proceeded to do a long walk through a big star base, killing a bunch of people, lots of firefights, and finished it and uh, said, all right, return me to my ship, which had disappeared. And I spawned into the void of space with my companion Sarah upside down, staring blankly into the camera at me and hard lock to the game. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. So I Lost reloaded a save from yeah. several hours before. Oh, shit. I could not, for some reason, beat the, beat the ship this time. I lost that fight every time. And went, all right, it's fine. So I went through that star base a second time. By now, we might be to Friday, but still, you know, not long after we recorded that show. So I still had the frontier, didn't change my ship, but I spent all that time working on things and uh, turned around. I'm watching all the glitches that you're (laughs) you're posting, and it's some quality stuff. Yeah, it's good stuff. Um, But... While I was on that Starbase mission, uh, there was some contraband that's very well hidden, but on that mission. 
and I picked it up because I was like, yeah, why not? I, I know where I can sell contraband. This isn't my first time in the galaxy. I know where I can go. I know a guy. Yeah. But that Starbase mission's kind of long. It takes a while to go through all of it. And I forgot that I had contraband on me yeah. while I was doing it. So I uh, loaded into space uh, to continue the mission. And immediately the game tried to, one, start to launch a mission where when you first get arrested, it will be like they'll take you on board a ship and it launches into this, this story quest. Um, but also I got a warning from the star base that they were finding contraband and I thought, oh man, I forgot I had this on the ship. I'm going to just run. Mm. So I just jetted off to go sell my contraband, uh, in the wolf system. Yeah. Wolf systems where you go for that. Well, wolf systems where you get it done. And so I appear to the star base and I go, I hail them and then they go, yeah, permission to come aboard. Come on. So I dock, I go walking into the ship. All of a sudden, Sarah looks at me and she goes, I am not going to help you murder these people. And I went, what? And everybody <laughs> on the ship started shooting me. I got Wait, shot to death. In the sta- the den station or whatever it's called? It's called yeah, the den, in I the think. den. Yeah. I was like, what happened? Yeah. So I tried reloading saves and I was now kill on site literally everywhere I went in the galaxy. <laughs> And I was like, what do I do? So I got on the Internet. I was like, Internet, I'm wanted by everybody. Where do I go? And they're like, hey, it's fine. Uh, Go here. And they told me uh, to go to a system. And they're like, they'll take care of you there. So I teleported to that system. And the banking clan, like the gal bank people, they started shooting me. And then because they were shooting me, everybody else got hostile and they started shooting me, too. So I literally couldn't go anywhere without getting shot at. Yeah. And all because of like, and it was like a 300 credit bounty. It was nothing, <laughs> but they wanted to vaporize me for it. Nobody wanted and to demand the whole universe the money. knew you owed money and wanted to kill you? Yes. $300? <laughs> like, no. 300 credits in this game is like 30 cents. It's nothing. It's nothing. It nothing. is the smallest amount of money. If I found 300 credits sitting on the floor, I would debate if it was worth picking up. And they're like ready to blow up my ship, its entire crew, which might have included a child at certain points. Vaporize them for it. 300 credits, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I did eventually find a way to clear the bounty. And then I was so annoyed at what I had done to the state of the universe, I wound up reloading the save anyway and lost, again, hours of progress to start over. Oh, my gosh, dude. Man, you're just not having a great time with this game. (laughs) You end a lot of sentences with, I reloaded my save and lost hours. Yeah, there's a lot more than I... I mean, I haven't had this happen at all. I've only had one hard lock, and it was right after a save when I warped into a room or opened a door and came into a room and I was fine. And I just went back and it worked. And, but that's the only problem I've had on PC. I haven't locked or had any issues yet on console was the one lock. And my experience has just been kind of pristine in that regard. The only weird glitch I've had is that lady walking in her underwear in the, in the cowboy town city in, um, 
forgot. Oh, what she this. just didn't get yeah. spawned in with clothes. Yeah, she's walking around talking all serious about security and crime in the area and all this, but she's just in the tightest, tiniest little pair of brawn panties. Maybe and she's couldn't playing take her VR. Forgot. <laughs> yeah, I put What's it. I stuck it on the latest core, core, more core, but it's a. Uh, it was real stupid, but but I I just haven't had that. So my guess is, like most Bethesda games, glitches are going to be. You can't predict who's going to get him or when they're going to get him and how they're going to see him. And John's got you yeah. terrible luck with this, like terrible. And I, that's the thing is, I don't think I did anything that crazy. Like, that's why I wanted to share the story. I don't think I made any decisions in these stories that seem like, well, look at John going and breaking the game. Always has to push the limits of the game. Always messing up. Like, I don't think I did anything that insane. Uh, to warrant these. Now, I will say I did end up <laughs> this guy that you're showing on the screen. <laughs> I'm trying not to be distracted by it, but uh, it's crazy guy. That is a man. They're the top. <laughs> That's a man right there. The, the, the character, purpose, right? yeah. The character creator is pretty, pretty good for this. You can do some real stupid characters, really ugly people, if you want. Not that that guy, but this guy here with the mustache and the green face. You'll see him in a second. Freddie from Mercury. He's called. <laughs> he looks terrible. <laughs> Oh, wow. so bad. oh my god yeah so there's a um, yeah anyway but anyway like I, I again i think it's a testament to how much fun i am actually having with the game like i say what i've been through and i see the comments where people are like i don't think this is a game for you oh no john's gonna complain about it again look at the hardship i've been through and it's still a game i keep going back to yeah. like it's not anyway. that I hit a problem and went, that's it, uninstalled, done with the game forever. I'll have one of those later today. But <laughs> this was this was like a real, I'm like, no, I got to get it to work. Yeah, I lost hours of progress, but it's fine. I'm going to I'm gonna force my way through it and, and have a good time. And I have been having a good time. And I also have learned my lessons because I did have the disappearing ship happen to me again. But this time I had saved right before I edited the ship because I learned my lesson. And so I just reloaded the save, messed with the edits again. And for whatever reason, that time it worked fine as okay. well as remaking the star screen, okay. uh, which is a real killer ship once again. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm continuing to have fun with Starfield. I swear. I know it doesn't always sound like it, but I am running into a lot of frustrating bugs. And I will say the stuff that I ran into right after the show last week, that is the closest I've been to quitting the game. Mm. Um, that mm. was a little too much of rerunning the same mission back to back to back. I was I was really almost done. Uh, but I do maintain there is some really cool stuff. There is uh, a lot of like, you know, you make your own fun in it. And I have had plenty of things that I've enjoyed doing. And so it's uh, the game is a problem sometimes. Yeah. But I'm finding fun in spite of it same uh and i haven't really had the big issues so i guess i'm just finding fun but the the thing i did i wanted to mention one of the things that you've had not a complaint about but you've mentioned it and i haven't disagreed is that early on it feels like go get me this piece of metal missions especially yeah. in the main story and it is kind of that it's go to a planet get on the base take out everybody who's guarding the base or usually pirates or some other nasty clan go deep into the thing, find the thing you're looking for, unearth it, have a little vision come out, add to the, add to the ship, you know, keep building up the, the ring thing. And I was starting 
this is a while ago, but I was starting to think, oh, is this all I'm ever going to do for these bits? Like, can these missions be interesting or more interesting? That'd be nice because some of these side missions and these and these like faction missions have been incredible. And I thought we could use a little juice in the main quest. Not an unheard of comment either. Other people have said similar things. I found a mission to go get what I thought was just walk in, kill a bunch of guys and take another hunk of metal that subverted all my expectations about getting that metal. And I don't want to give it away. That's how much I liked it. I'll just say there's a device you get that because of who you are and the experience you've had, lets you do a certain thing that is really cool, really, really cool mission. And it took a long time to to get through that. I think I played that mission for almost two hours because it was difficult, but it was so meaningfully different than the previous ways of trying to get a hold of these artifacts uh, and it was technically impressive because it was doing some stuff like, oh my gosh, how are you even doing this right now? For a game that relies on, you know, I need a little bit of a loading screen to get into my ship and I need a little loading screen to get in certain buildings. I kind of expect those lot, a lot more. And it was doing something that didn't need a load screen that was, was impressive. It's like, wow. So I don't want to say more than that because I don't, this is, you know, most of the game you can talk about in these generalized ways because everyone's experience can be a little different. Baldur's Gate 3 is that way too, but this game has this one mission so far where I'm getting artifacts still that kind of blew my mind. And uh, I really liked that. So just wanted to throw that out there. Everybody who who's hearing me say this knows what I'm talking about because they've seen it or they haven't and they don't know what I'm talking about. That's the sign of a good non-spoiler right there. Okay. So save your emails. Anyway, Starfield. <laughs> Starfield, the only problem I have with Starfield, the Starfield's going to get a little neglected next week, maybe even sooner because this this uh, cyberpunk stuff is going to take up a ton of my time. And John's the one nice thing about cyberpunk is, you know, it's probably going to be in a good state on launch. Yeah. Some of the early, early reviews have been pretty stellar. Like nine base uh, game clients in the most perfected state it's been in and the rest of the game is built in it. So, you know, the, uh, you want to talk about that? Cause it's kind of coming up naturally. It's on my list and yeah, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it now. Um, it's uh what is it 26th we get the actual expansion slash dlc as of today the 2.0 changes are in and john already got in um i didn't yet because i had this feeling of like wait for the dlc in fact bo you're the one that kind of got me thinking about it so john made a really good argument pre-show for a hot second and we said we'll save it for the show so now we've saved it for the show why do you say go ahead and start your new fresh character now because you know it won't matter until next yes. week. You don't have to hold off. So right? Uh, right now, if you are interested in playing the Cyberpunk expansion, uh, now is not a bad time to get into the game. Uh, because as of today, they did the 2.0 update. That's what I played. Uh, although I don't have a lot to say about the update. Because, and this ties into my reasoning why it's okay to start right now, uh, Cyberpunk has a big ramp up. Uh, like there's a big long prologue. There's a lot to do before you really get going. Like it kind of has multiple prologues in a way. Like there's kind of like a prologue to your character. Then there's sort of a prologue to the game world. And then a big event happens. And then that event ends. And then it sort of becomes the open world game that it is going to become. And so this new expansion that's coming out next week is a story that fits within the campaign of the original Cyberpunk 2077. It doesn't happen after it. It doesn't happen before it. Like, it it is going to be mixed in with the campaign. 
So for a lot of people, that's a good sign of, well, I would like to start over. Let's see the whole experience. And you're going to need to get through a lot of that prologue stuff anyway. So with the 2.0 update being in the game now, I think now is a fine time to start playing, which is what I decided to do. It's also the reason why I don't have a lot to say about the 2.0 update, because I haven't gotten to talent trees and a lot of the changes that they've made. I'm still very much on the prologue. Um, I, and I'll be honest, I had a, like an hour, two hours to play. And most of it was spent in character creation. Of course. I couldn't get past that. I've done it before and I still couldn't. It still took me like two hours to get through character creation. That's for me. That's my problem. Those are my hangups. But uh, it's I will say this. I it was running good when I played through it last. Uh, I don't remember when that was that I played through Cyberpunk. It was what led to my Fortnite obsession for a while. But Whenever that was, the game was running well. Yeah. It feels like it is running and looking better now. I don't know if that is just me forgetting how that game looked and ran. I don't know if I'm comparing it to Starfield. Uh, I don't know what it is, but I got in that game and was like, oh my gosh, this game looks so good uh, and is running really smooth. So, um, I, whatever they've done in the days since it's looking and feeling great so far. I can't wait to play more. I'm really excited for the expansion. Um, I said this before I, in terms of technical and performance, like obviously we all knew the problems that it had when it came out. Uh, but one of the biggest incorrect statements I've ever said on the show was that I didn't think there was anything much to cyberpunk besides that. By the time I finished it all, Obsessed with that world, obsessed with the characters. Uh, I thought Keanu Reeves was uh, kind of just a dick. And <laughs> like, I was sure that there was going to be a change to his character. I didn't know I was going to care so much about the characters because, again, you get into that edgy, you know, I don't want to call it Borderlands humor, but adjacent to that, the Grand Theft Auto style parody and stuff like that. It's very easy to go, oh, this is edgelord nonsense. There's not going to be any emotion here. And it put me in a place where every time I see Keanu Reeves, I kind of think in the back of my head, oh, there's my friend. And it's really sad, but it's there because of this game. Because I'm like, no, he's, he's my friend. <laughs> it's yeah. my friend Keanu right there. Yeah. Or Johnny, whichever I decide to call him in the moment. Like, sure. it's really, really impressive. Uh, so... I think the game is on sale on Steam right now. I think it's got a big chunk off. Mm -hmm. And uh, the new expansion is not that expensive. I kind of expected it to be a full price, even though it was just an expansion. Um, but I was pleasantly surprised that it is expansion price. Was it 39? Uh, so 39, 29? I think it was 39. 39, I think, I think. is right. Yeah. yeah. 29 seems wrong. Um so pretty good. I, I would stuff. say it's worth checking out if you're interested. That game, you know, everybody knows how that game started, but where it has wound up is a pretty good spot. Well, before I throw it to you about your plans, I wanted to read this quote on the IGN review that went up today or yesterday. Mm -hmm. um, they said they gave it a nine out of 10, by the way, which is pretty high. Mm -hmm. They said this. Um, I'll read this first part. It's kind of funny. Remember how dildos were originally in Cyberpunk 2077? You couldn't loot a corner in Night City without picking up a dildo. 
to the point where CD Projekt Red actually had to patch a number of them out of the game. Lootable dildos weren't necessarily a problem on their own, but the abundance was a good example of how cyberpunk's grand story could occasionally clash with the cheap shock humor found around it. Phantom Liberty aimed to right that dildo misalignment uh, and after some soul searching has seemingly found what kind of cyberpunk story it wants to tell overall and nails it. Balancing the punk rock uh, verve of the uh, Mike Pondsmith's tabletop RPG and exquisitely crafted uh, spy story and best in class visuals, Phantom Liberty is cyberpunk 2077 at its very best. Uh, it goes on and they talk about a bunch of other stuff, but that seems to be the consensus. I haven't read a bad thing about it yet, so I'm pretty stoked. Are you, Bo, going to dabble ahead of time with the 2.0 stuff or are you going to wait for the deal? The I'm going to wait to experience it all at once. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm curious, but I can wait a week. Yeah, I, I like I'm I'm on I'm kind of on a gaming break. That's why I haven't really dug into Starfield. I've been like going hard on Diablo Four, going hard on Baldur's Gate Three. Even my evil playthrough, I kind of like haven't touched Baldur's Gate Three all week. I'm like I'm just I'm a little burnt out. I need some some downtime. Sure, we'll talk about what I've been playing. Um, but I I think I'm going to play this the shit out of this game next week. There is the small chance I may not play also next week. Oh my! Look at you taking doing the self self care. Look at this. this. Well, no, not for a self care reason. I guess I made it seem like I was <laughs> continuing that. I am doing self care these past two weeks for sure. on the gaming front, but um, I may. So, Cyberpunk VR is pretty awesome. Yeah. The one downside is I've played the game. So I kind of, yeah. you know, the surprising moments I know what to expect, and it'd be kind of fun if I didn't. This presents an opportunity for me to play it in VR without having played some of the content, mm. which is interesting a little bit to me. I don't like head aim, head aim, aim head aiming, mm. which some of these mods force. So I don't know if I should wait or not. I, I just haven't decided. But there's a little part of me like when. You're sitting next to Jackie in the first, in the opening scene at the um, night, the brain dance place. What's yeah. that place called? Moxie's. Uh, Moxie's, right? It feels like someone's sitting there because the mocap performance is so good. The voice acting is so good. I feel like it feels pretty like you can't get that from a VR. You can't go in the MetaQuest store and get a game that good. Mm-mm. So I'm a little bit like. Mm. I could see that. We mm. saw some video, some early VR footage that looked insane to me like i couldn't yeah, believe that yeah. was vr footage it was something so i could see like, as, um, that. remember you know that movie strange days yeah i do remember that we're like yeah they're doing using the squid tech mm-hmm. you're not in the game in vr like in the way that squid science fiction works but it's it's as close to that experience as you kind of kind of get in yeah. playing cyberpunk yeah because the way they tell the story the guys are in your face too it's first person it's the most first-person game <laughs> there, I think, in existence. You know, like when you're facing off against um, not Brick but Royce. Yeah. Uh, you know that that yeah. moment where you stick the gun in his head. Like those scenes really pop in VR because I've I've said like what's important in VR is the intimate space and like Cyberpunk. Just that one game is made with that in mind. Even though it's made for flat screens, like everything's happening, like in your face, kind of those big dramatic moments. And Keanu Reeves gets in your face and he's like, you're an idiot. You know, like it's just, it's it's very visceral. So there's a part of me that's like, I might wait for a mod. 
Mm. I might wait for Ahmad mm. if I possibly can. Maybe. Well, here's the know. thing. I see. I thought you were waiting because that. Con- so, John, I, my understanding is if you play it now and then you and then the stuff drops next week, it'll be seamless because they're just adding it to the world. It's not even level dependent. You just can go off to the new zones and uh, the new areas or the new NPCs and start talking and start doing shit. It might require progress to a certain point within the campaign. Mm. Like, I I mean, there are certain things that it ties into narratively. Um, There is a big story hook in the game that doesn't even become apparent until we'll just say until Keanu Reeves shows up. Yeah. Um, And this story is supposed to tie in in part to that story. So my guess would be narratively that story has to have progressed at least a certain bit before you can start this because it's, it's tied to it. Um, but it is a decent way into the game. So unless you are going to be mainlining this game for a week uh, and really push hard, I think you should be okay. Um, but if you do want to kind of have a seamless experience, I would wait until next week. Um, But I know I'm not going to get far enough for it to be a problem in the, Mm. in the days that I have, I know I won't get that far. Yeah. Yeah, no, I can see that. Um, I was going to say one other thing about it. What was it? It was, Oh, um, price confirmation, 29 bucks is less than you thought. 40 Canadian. So Sorry, Canada, you're going to pay 10 bucks more. $30, and I did see uh, it is on sale on Steam, at least. I don't know if it is also on GOG or not, but it's on sale for, I think it was 35 Yeah, I had it up, and as soon as I picked the maximize the tab, it went away. So. What a great time to get the game at all, and what a great price to sell this expansion content for. I'm impressed with them somebody said today said this this is the greatest redemption story in gaming and i said i still think no man's sky maybe has a little bit on it in terms of overall time and expectation maybe maybe but for a giant triple a failure at launch it's pretty good pretty good what they've done here anyway more on that soon i played doom 2016 would you like to know why i did that it's a great game right yes it is a fantastic game the reason i played it is i was listening to mick gordon music all all week or last week um for whatever reason i was just really into his i always am i love listening to the tracks from that game and from eternal and other games he's done and i wish he would make his own music i just think that guy could just go so far if he just made his own albums he doesn't do that but i wish he did anyway um that just gets you in the mood to play it and so I did. Yeah, you hear it and you think I could be killing demons at the same time. Yep. And when I fired it up, I realized, oh, I've got like a four hour in uh, playthrough that I didn't finish after my first one that I beat. So I beat the game back in the day and then I started another run and for whatever reason, just never got back to it. So I'm like, well, I could pick it up from there because I don't want to start, you know, if I've already done that, why do it again? So I started there and man, that game, dude, it's so good. What a great freaking video game. So I played I played a lot of that. So not much more to say because we all know what it is. But Yeah, Doom. I don't blame you. It's great. Doom it's rocks. one of my favorite. It's probably my favorite Doom game. Yeah, maybe. of all the Doom games, like I have really soft spots for the OG stuff because I was, you know, young and stoked and couldn't believe that that was even possible. And, you know, all the reasons why Doom was such a big impact. But I think if I'm just a great at all, this, this is my favorite. And Bo would say Eternal. Um, I 
I don't remember w- how I felt about Eternal. I kind of want to go back now. And I see. really, I really liked it as well, but um, they they just upped the combat puzzle into a more challenging place that I felt distracted from the overall experience, and it got a little lore heavy. Where the thing that I liked about Doom twenty sixteen was that that like Doom guy did not care about the lore. No, like anytime lore started to happen to Doom guy, he would break a computer or smash something. Or, you know, walk away from it. He had zero interest in lore happening. And uh, I I felt that the follow up was a little a little too into the lore of the universe. And so I I still think it's a phenomenal game. Again, it's it's like, okay, well, why do you like this thing you really like more than this other thing you really like? But that's why I think 2016 for me is a little better. Yeah, I think the focus on there's a simplicity to it that I really like. And I like the. Man, the intro to that game is so good. It's so freaking good. 2016 is, even though it's not like a survival or a horror game, it is, there are kind of some scary-ish moments in it, like tense. Like like if you turn off all the lights, play this game, and you're wandering around an empty Mars station, and a freaking Hell Knight jumps over a thing, or like it can scare you. Like this game can provide... It's not designed to, but it can put you in that space. It's sure. a little survivally that way. Sure. Or Doom Eternal is just straight up like action arcade game for the most. Like there's nothing scary about about Doom Eternal, Eternal at all. Like yeah. it just feels it's very not that. And yeah, the combat puzzles like it because it feels like I'm trying to beat the arena or beat what part of the level and stuff. There's a lot of um, there's definitely way more immersion in Doom 2016 because uh, there's a lot of like symbols and completion questy things and all that business. So. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Again, people's takes may, may vary on this, but I had so much fun revisiting it. And I, uh, while I haven't beat the second run through yet that I resumed, I played hours and hours and hours, and I got as far as hell after you beat the Cyber Demon. Oh um, wow! Yeah. So I got far. Yeah, I got really far. So I'm actually not that. I, I could complete it pretty quick um but i just you know and now I this is like armor's a armor's cooler on this one yeah the armor's rad um i don't like the half ripped off armor and you know weirdness yeah i do like the grenade system better in eternal i'll say that i like that stuff and the knife thing's cool yeah but, um oh yeah like the shoulder rockets and the shit. yeah i like that um yeah but it, it both, also i think they're both you have equal claim to be called great yeah i, I yeah. they're the two best doom games that exist there Mm -hmm. i said it and you know Uh, kudos on them for doing something different instead of just going more of the same i agree you know like like, not gonna land on everybody but that they tried to evolve it even if i didn't like what they tried as much like i still am happy that they tried something new instead of just went well people want more of that let's do it yeah this game's awesome um so go play it it's on game pass there's no reason not to play this game just freaking play it i think it's even on playstation plus i think even has it um all right there's that. What else did I play? Oh, here's a weird one for you. Um, I decided to quit being a baby about the Persona games. And by being a baby, I mean I tried to play Persona 4 and I didn't like yeah, it because it this was, was inter- was this the one you were talking about in Discord? Like you'll never believe what I'm playing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then I guessed and then it and John guessed it immediately yeah. like first try. And you both grabbed it on sale on Steam or something at the time, which I didn't even know it was on sale. Yeah, I we just did. I yeah. grabbed it on Game Pass because I just saw it and went, you know what, Scott, try something that you don't think you're gonna like. 
Um, so I only started the client, started a new game, and mm-hmm. watched until the first save point. Mm. So maybe like thirty minutes. So I can talk. I can talk a little bit with you about first impressions if you want. Yeah, please. Um, so uh, the reason I I didn't like four when I tried to play it was that I found I found four to be oh how do I put this too, just too much relation-y stuff and it was like a lot of dialogue that was not interesting to me at all and it was way far and few between where I got to actually do combat or interesting yeah, exploration no, sh- no shadow heart yeah it just didn't <laughs> just didn't do it for me and so it was not that it was full of too many anime tropes or any of that what people may think that that's not what bothered me it was that and um but I know these are revered right people freaking love these games and I just yeah. I just decided you know what let's see what five royales like because everyone says that's really awesome like five really nailed it and uh i gotta tell you i played i don't know four hours so far this game's awesome it's really good and the cheese ball story is landing for me partly because they're not spending so much time standing around jibber jabbing they they kind of get to the point of it they go you get going and and yeah, it's kind of, it's almost like it's just like as soon as something new is introduced it just moves on to the next thing and you're like like the whole intro for me was like what's going on okay anyway but there's flashing lights and it looks neat so yeah <laughs> it's like learn to stealth you stealth for two seconds and are like anyways and it just moves on to the next thing and i'm like but i barely st- okay yeah i'm fine with this i'm you know it's like this is working same there's a rhythm to it yeah. i think that i was really grooving mm-hmm. on and i love the style of it all it's all it reminds me of sega's the publisher here it's atlas as the developer but it has sega uh late 90s early 2000s design aesthetics with mm-hmm. like interface how what buttons you use to do you know when you're when you're in combat and you're choosing your abilities it's turn-based combat like a jrpg but it's all done in such a stylistic ui that i feel like i'm playing the the great grandson of um what was the what was the rollerblade tagging game that was on the dreamcast what was that called Jet Set radio jet set radio i feel like i'm playing a jet set radio universe game or something in some ways and um but not in a bad way like i think it's very cool the way it looks and moves and and it's got like full on anime cutscenes. Like I don't know how much of the game is that, but when I look at the trailer, I get the impression there might be quite a bit of it. There is a lot. Um, um so far anyway. In my four hours I've seen, I don't know, five or six animated cutscenes that pretty seamlessly go from game world to animated tell some story and then move right back to game world and it doesn't feel forced, it doesn't have load times, it feels really tight. Um, I like these characters so far. I like the story they're telling. I like when they get a little goofball because they do. It's uh, definitely a classic anime story where it throws a whole bunch of made up words at you and you have no idea what's going on. Yeah. Flashback. Yeah. And the combat's fun. <laughs> like the persona combat stuff, which, you know, persona yeah. fans are, this is all old news to them. But to me, some of these were new ideas and, um, yeah, dude, I'm into it. It's good. I'm playing Even it on game the menu Pass. screen. I really appreciated how stylistic the menu screen is too. Like you just load up the game and it's like doing, it's like, here's production value for the sake of production value. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. it's just, it's uh, like crazy taxi is what it's like red and black colored crazy taxi in a weird way. Yeah. And it's I'm interesting. I'm into it. I like it a lot. I think I'm going to keep going and um try to play more because i'm actually having a really really good time and somebody somebody out there please write in if you're like a persona freak and you understand why five is hitting me so well and four didn't maybe i've changed but it it does feel like this is a different kind of game 
I would say, like, I've looked at the Persona 4 and Persona 3 Golden, I think it's called, like, trailers or marketing or whatever on Steam, you know, mm-hmm. the videos and pictures, and it it doesn't look nearly as enticing on a surface level anyways as this one does. Like, yeah. I'm sure there's style and it's great, but this, the packaging on this looks like they, they kind of went, it's like the Final Fantasy VII effect or something like that, where all of a sudden they got a huge budget, a huge surge of inspiration, maybe from a creative director. Like, I don't see animated cutscenes in the other ones. No. To the extent that's in this one, you know, it's like they yeah. just really went nuts here. Yeah, it feels like it. And the, the, the you know, so what is what do I have to say that's a complaining? I only have one complaint. And it's a very core story issue that maybe I just don't understand the culture of it. Core story. But the story starts, so this isn't a spoiler. The story starts with you. You're this high school kid. Um, there's a bunch of preamble, but when you, when you start doing flashbacks, you understand why you got where you got. And how you got there is you intervened because some old guy was trying to take advantage of a girl on the street and you found them walking home. Mm-hmm. And he was trying to... You know, he was being awful. Like he was going to rape her. Basically, is the deal. That's what the game is telling you. And you stop it. You intervene. You freak this guy out. He goes running off somewhere else. And you get, uh, you end up getting arrested, suspended from school. Your parents make you move to another township, move in with mm-hmm. this guy that owns a bar. He thinks you suck because of what you did. Everyone thinks you're a, a rotten, poopy teenager for doing the right thing and i don't understand why wait is it because it gets misinterpreted as him just beating on an old man and his story is like no they they all well and again maybe some of this is lost in translation i don't it know it might but. be story stuff because anime has this weird thing too of, there's like cuz i having watched a little bit of the intro i'm getting the sense that like maybe everyone's born with an evil eyeball and the evil eyeball mind controls everyone. And that's why everyone's behavior is weird because you were born without the evil eyeball. Yeah. Something like that. I mean, I'm thinking of kill a kill where it's like figuring out who the alien race is in that TV show. And you're like, if you've seen a tree, you're like what alien race. Yeah. And I go, I know, but it's in the show and <laughs> <laughs> in, in, in the weirdest place possible. And I'm only not saying because it spoils kind of one of the big reveals for the series. Sure. So I'm getting says that the old man was a political figure. Yeah. So I guess that, that, is, that is true. To See, it's a spoiler. It's okay that you said it and it's okay that we talked about it, but like it's putting you in the position of the kid to have not known, right? To be like, I don't know why I'm being mistreated this way. Yeah, it's that's like, true. Uh, but and John, the, and yeah, I saw the the messages as well, and I knew this in the game. But I, the game doesn't make it clear that the reason everyone's mad is because he's his influence. Like it doesn't clear that doesn't make it clear. Everyone just thinks you're some kind of thug, and they don't really get into why they think that. So maybe that comes out later. I'm early yeah, enough. Maybe where, there's a little bit of misogyny coded stuff in here too, where they don't believe the victim. You know, like. Yeah, maybe. You're like, Mom, that guy was trying to R-word this guy. And like, yeah, right, he's a politician. Like, whatever. You know, like, idiot kid. Like, get out of here. You just, you just beat up a politician. You bring dishonor. Honor being kind of a thing, too, in Japan. Just, yeah. It's, like, I don't know if they're in Japan or if they're in sci-fi land, but it seems like it might be taking place in Japan. Yeah. I'm just thinking of Yakuza, because Yakuza also has, like, questionable humor at times right mm, like mm. you go on dates and 
the chubby girl with glasses is like, ooh, <laughs> you know, Kiryu's like, oh my god, ah, ah he's barfing and just like, she's not that bad looking and like, that's <laughs> rude. Yeah. You know, and like, it's <laughs> just like, you know, there might be some of that going on with this story too. Could be some more they, A's that are weird. It might be aliens. Yeah. I wouldn't rule out aliens. Even yeah. that guy who posted might not know that it's aliens at the end of the well, day. Well, in the uh, chat room says the dude is very relevant later. You just got to get there. It's all explained later. So I'll get there. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm yeah, going to yeah. keep going because what I'm doing is really fun. And the game. It's a Japanese onion, Scott. You yep. got to keep peeling. Yep. And try not to cry. And also the stereotypes they apply to high school kids are hilarious to me. Like they're just so like his friend who's just kind of a troublemaker is just such a stereotype of a troublemaker and his dialogue silly. Oh, I will say this. The English dialogue's fine. It's okay. It's a little 90s dubby quality. It's not great. It's okay. But I decided to flip it to Japanese dialogue, English subtitles. I like it a lot more. Yeah. So I don't know. I just feel like I'm getting less. Scott and getting lots ball. of props from the the subs, not dubs crowd. Yeah. Subs, not dub crowd. Real now. happy. Because usually I'm the opposite with this stuff. But for whatever reason, it's working better. It depends better how good it is. There's some real, well, they're not really award-winning, but there's some award-winning VA work in anime that, where it's like, I'm totally fine watching this in English. But, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. That's a good time. I like it. Um, I'm I'd keep, be curious to play it. I've played a lot of three and I've played a lot of four. So I might be able to tell you why this hits better for you than the other two. Yeah. When you uh, have a I chance. I got to play this one because I haven't played this one. So uh, that's where I'm missing information. Is <laughs> Scott, John might hate this. He'd come back next week and yeah, he's maybe. like, listen, oh, I five hours and I had to reload a save. Yeah. This one, I mean, this one reviewed. My ship disappeared. This one reviewed <laughs> extremely well, and and fans fans seem to like it. So it doesn't seem like they got a bummer here. But I would be curious to hear your take, given that you've played the other ones and the ones that just didn't inter- interest me. But a lot has changed in my own head about what I like over that time. So maybe that's part of it. I just like this stuff more now. I don't know. It might just be hitting you. It might just have the secret sauce. You know, I don't, it's. I bought it because I felt like playing Infinite Wealth, but it's not out yet. And it looked, it's kind of the closest, right? Like attack, yeah. spell, or yeah. item. Yeah, yeah. Attack, spell, item game. Yeah. Hey, by the way, I, just, I didn't realize this the whole time until someone pointed out an article today. But in Like a Dragon, the the four choices you have for actions, like at the top menu, yeah. is like skill, action, etc. Right. And something with a G, I can't remember what it was, but it spells out Sega. What? Which I thought was kind of like wild. I'm pretty sure that's the case. Come uh, on. Is that real? That's crazy. Let me double check that now. I've read it somewhere, but I didn't actually validate it. That's wild. I love when they do that. Yeah. Yeah, secret so. secret stuff like that's great. Especially Sega for a combat series. system. Yeah. <laughs> uh, say by oh, the way, yeah, it's didn't... Uh, guard. Right? Oh. S-E-G-A. I never noticed. The whole time, the capital letters of the acronym for Sega. Never saw and it. And I never noticed until someone pointed it out. And I'm like, that's awesome. You played a lot, too. That's why I felt so stupid when it pointed out. I'm like, I didn't notice it the whole um, time. Sega, oh, we didn't... Persona 5 isn't what I bought. I bought Persona 4. Oh, well, they're both on oh, sale. We, oh, weird. So you looked at Persona 4 and went, that's the one for well, me. Well, no, no, that's not really what happened. There was, a, there was a Sega bundle on Steam, and I have a habit of just clicking bundles. And there was yeah. a bundle where I owned, I think, like one of the games that were in there, but had one or two of them, but didn't have the rest. And like when they did all the calculations and the removals, it was like, 
hey, you want to spend 13 bucks? And I was like, yeah, I don't remember what the total number was, but I got Persona 4 Golden, Yakuza 0, Sonic Mania, Two Point Hospital, Total War Napoleon. And it was like barely anything for those games. And wow. I was like, well, I don't have them. I'll get them. <laughs> like, that all seems fine to me. So it was in a bundle. But yeah, five was on sale at the same time, but I didn't buy five. Yeah, five was just one. 35 on its own, I think, was the money. Oh, um, beep, 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 beep. I got breaking news, breaking news. Oh, breaking news. Sale news. Go. Uh, there's a Konami sale happening. Ooh, um, what do we got in there? Steam. Give us a give us a little rundown. Uh, the big one is, uh, was looks like Castlevania. Like old school, like Simon's Quest. Like all the Cast- Castlevanias are on sale. Some of them are 80% off. That's pretty good. So like, uh, you know, they're old games, but they're, you know, Castlevania Lords of Shadow Ultimate Edition, $32. For Canadian is now $6. So, let's see. Know. Oh, yeah, they got all the these. Advanced collection for 12 bucks. That's, That's worth not, it. I have like, lots of good I mean, really, you just color. want the one game out of it. But. Yeah. I mean, Aria if you like Yu Gi Oh!, there's a ton of deals on Yu Gi Oh!, but uh, yeah. yeah. The, ter- the Turtle Teenage Ninja Turtles Cowabunga Edition thing is way cut down a con they got a contra combo with that that's interesting nothing i was looking yeah, like for it's all, it's all old school stuff but i'm like i don't know that seems cool they have anything new coming here let's see super really. crazy rhythm castles coming whatever that is silent hill homecoming which one's that well anyway rocket knight i used to love that yeah contra yeah, collection was, sorry i just i know we got some castlevania fans in the house so i was like oh shit do you remember zone of enders um, uh yeah i remember hearing uh, about them. Yeah, so, Ben tried to sell me Zone of Enders, uh, our mutual friend Ben, uh, when he worked at a game store that I would later go on to work. He made it his personal mission to sell me Zone of the Enders every time I was in the store. And because he tried too hard, and I am who I am, I refused to ever buy or play Zone of the Enders. So I can say... No, I haven't played one or two, not for lack of trying to be sold on it, but I have made a personal refusal to let Ben win by playing this video game. Well, you can't let him win. I understand that. I can't, I can't let him win. I can't give him I can't give him a win on this one. I, I have to stick to my guns and never play this video game. Just a shame. It looks good, but I can't let Ben win. No, no winning, Ben. That's the deal. This says it's a. There's a VR mod for this. Hold on. That's for cool. Zone of the Enders. For Zone oh, of the probably. Enders. But this wasn't this a. Uh, I know it was Konami, but wasn't um, Kojima involved somehow? I remember him. His name being associated with this. And it, it was. I think so. In some way, I know that Zone of the Enders is what like that game did pretty well because that came with the Metal Gear Solid Two demo oh you you bought zone of the enders and you got the demo along with it that's right and i'm not kidding i worked again at a a particular game store around this time the amount of times people would buy that game and just trade in to try to get value from zone of the enders because Mm -hmm. they just wanted they just wanted the metal gear demo that Mm -hmm. bad yeah like it happened a shocking amount of times i'll bet that was a thing back then a lot of a lot of stealth, uh, stealthy ways to get people to play games that maybe, especially in the states, you weren't really wasn't on your radar. Like Zone of the Enders, who was thinking about that really? Except some hardcores, you know. So that's the way to do it. You put a demo in there, everyone cares about. Uh, well, anyway, bunch of sales. Go check it out. But nothing, boy. They don't have anything new on here. It's like all old ass games. But thank you for that breaking news uh, in the in the field there, Bo. Well, we'll get back to you after the weather and the and the traffic. 
Uh, moving on. Right. <laughs> uh, that's it for me, John. Mortal Kombat One sort of came out. Didn't it? <laughs> it did sort. Of, it did sort of come out. Yeah. I uh, I'm really sad to uh, tell this story. Um, when I hinted that a game made me so mad, I refunded it. <gasps> I am talking about Mortal Kombat One. Oh, oh no! Shit. I say that oh, no, with no. full awareness that, that we have so. some friends over uh, over there at Nether Realm Studios. Um, I'm going to say that this is maybe, hopefully, a unique experience, but I was really excited. I bought the expensive edition because I was like, I love what they're doing with the DLC characters. Like, you know, Homelander in there, I think, is a fantastic choice for a Mortal Kombat character. Omni-Man. Curious how they're going to be different, but like, I, I was very excited for it. Um, but this gameplay you're showing sure isn't what the gameplay I was experiencing looked like. Uh, mm. This game was a stuttery mess on my computer. And oh, no. uh, I was not having a very good time with it. Um, and unfortunately, it it came at the end of... I was really excited to play it. Played it again. Frame rate and uh, the way it was playing just was not feeling good. And uh, I was playing it on the PC, to be clear, and I have heard that there are PC issues. Now, I will say, maybe a testament to how good the game is, if you look on Steam, it still has mostly positive reviews. Mm. So mm-hmm. uh, usually if a game has tech issues, it, you're looking at big negatives. Um, but it is fighting that, it seems. For me, unfortunately, I got the tech issues. This game didn't run well, and I went to change my settings And in the story mode, I hit pause. And the only option on the pause menu was resume. Oh, my gosh. And I went. That doesn't seem right. Okay, so I hit pause, sitting there watching a cutscene that sounds like it's going to burn my computer alive based on how it is looking and acting. And it's sitting there just waiting, waiting, waiting to get to a fight so I can hit a pause menu to actually quit out of the story and get into a menu and I got so mad and frustrated with the experience that I alt F forward and asked for a refund. Wow. Um, get it later I'm, when it's fixed. So I found a performance. I'm super game, bummed. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like uh, the game by, um, from what I got to play of it, continuing a long line of really solid mortal Kombat experiences. You know, the game looks great. Um, when it's running, uh, it played great. I think the I think the tag system where you can have a cameo fighter come in and help you. I think that that is a lot cooler than some of the other gimmicks that they've done uh, with recent Mortal Kombat games. And uh, I, I think that there is a lot to really, really like with this game from what I've seen. Unfortunately for me, was unplayable. Are they suggesting that Johnny Cage played Indiana Jones just now or that I'm looking it at? Seems here? to be. That seems to be the suggestion. <laughs> I didn't crazy. make it this far. I made it two fights into the story mode before I went, oh, this game doesn't run anymore. That's a shame. The, um, the console versions are apparently super tight and clean, um, optimized not there. Not the Switch version. No. Not <laughs> we'll so, talk yeah. about that in a little bit. But yeah, if you're playing on a console that isn't the Nintendo Switch, uh, seems to be going well. Seems to be mostly a PC-related issue. Yeah, I I uh, I hope they fix that soon because I was really excited about this one too. I'm gonna play this this fall or this these holidays. It'd probably be a thing I pick up when people are all yeah, over I, hanging out. I might buy it again at some point. I'm not opposed to it, um, and I also don't blame you know 
the esports scene is a console scene. Like I understand they're gonna they're gonna focus on where their bread is buttered, and that's consoles. But uh, PC version, that's not an acceptable thing for me. So it is gone. Hearing such good things about the actual fighting is like smoother, cleaner, better. It makes eleven seem slow and stiff, um, which is a big deal to say that because eleven was pretty good. Um, eleven was pretty good, but the UI was pretty. Um pretty yellow like just solid yellow and then like i think this looks cleaner yeah and um that ui know, was it, it, it was like uh what's his name can't think of his name skull uh get over here what can't think of his name scorpion scorpion geez it felt like it was scorpion yeah. themed that that game i think it would have benefited from just some ui options maybe that existed in the game i don't even think to look till just the second but like um I found the UI just a little like uninteresting. Not that the UI makes or breaks a fighting game, but like the UI and the the I don't know. I liked it. I just played the campaign. I just, the UI I think was the only thing I didn't like. But yeah, sorry to hear it didn't work great. Maybe after a bit of patches and driver yeah. updates. Yeah. yeah, that would be great because I was looking forward to this one like uh, a lot. I really liked the past two. And What's the was minimum very requirements? This. Is this is this a uh, it pushes uh, 1080 Ti. I mean, I need it. Like, it should run. Yeah, um, you should be. Well, recommended minimum is GTX 980. So I'm yeah, I'm well above that. So yeah, you're above the really Switch no standard. Excuse. If the Switch can run it, you should be able to run it, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm running Cyberpunk not on Max, but I'm at pretty good settings, and it looks great. Yeah, and it runs great. So yeah. it just know, needs. Sounds like some optimization. Look better than Cyberpunk then. I forgot that was even coming out this week. That man, what a weird, what a weird year. Uh, yeah, PS Five is an option for John, but you know he likes. Yeah, his so PC. Is Xbox. I have a Series X. I have a PS Five. I just prefer to play video games on my PC. So yeah. if you, uh, if you, if you want me to play your game, it's probably going to be on the PC. I don't typically buy stuff for the Xbox or the PlayStation Five unless I have to. Yep. Maybe I have to for this, but it's been a great year for gaming. I don't have to buy any video games. Yeah, you don't have to do anything. That's yeah, the challenge. It feels One different, of, for sure. Yeah, it's hitting different this year. Uh, all right, great. That sounds awesome. John, uh, what, uh, let's do a Frog Wrestling update. What's going on in there? Yeah, Frog Wrestling did that last week. Bo was there for oh, uh, most, man, if pretty, not all of it. I'm happy with how Frog Wrestling has been going. <laughs> Frog <laughs> Wrestling didn't go great for Bo. There is a perceived curse, I will say, because a lot of times wrestlers who do participate join in the stream uh, Monica has a habit of showing up to watch. Um, ben is usually in there. Bo showed up. Uh, but there is this weird tendency that when you are participating, if you show up in chat, you tend to lose. <laughs> and uh, Bo lost. And God served had me right this... for showing up. I guess I won't come next time. <laughs> he had to. Uh, he had to suffer the indignity of not only losing. But uh, he was wrestling Garrett, and Garrett used a move, uh, a move oh, yeah, thief ability. And so Bo got the taint no thing, his favorite move, applied to himself. Oh. Yeah, I had to eat Garrett's taint sweat. I'm Ew. supposed to be eating taint sweat. Gross. Gross. It's not fair. It's not fair at all. So it, uh, it was unfortunate that Bo had to see that. I was hoping he'd be joining to see his continued rise to glory. He's hit a couple stumbling blocks. Brian Ibbett, strong opponent. Garrett, another strong opponent. 
Um, they, uh, there's a couple hurdles here in his quest for revenge, but he's done. Okay. Yeah. Um, next week though, spoilers, it's going to happen. So might as well say it. Okay. Uh, we're going to let Scott come back from his injuries and defend his title as Bo looks for his final level of revenge in a time oh, shot. Have I, do I even deserve it after losing twice? It's going to suck. Not really, <laughs> but everybody wants to see it. And yeah. at a certain point, you do have to give people what they oh want. God. So God, We're finally going one-on-one. Oh, my gosh, Bo. Yep. We're gonna it's die. a moment I've always dreamed of. Yep. We're going to die. Yep. And it's, it's going to be it's going to be good. And we also determined like who was defeated. Has Scott ever lost like once? Uh, he's lost matches. He's never lost the title. No title. When it lost, comes yeah. down to a title match, Scott has always successfully defended it. But he has been beaten before. Yeah. Um, Apparently, I like to hang out on the outside of the ring. You were saying. <laughs> yeah, you get. It's happened a lot of times. You've done it to your opponents, and opponents have done it to you. Which is they get you outside of the ring, which starts a count out. You can only be out of the ring for a count of 10 and uh, they let the count get up to like seven or eight and then they hit you really hard and they dive back in the ring and you get counted out while you're knocked out outside of the ring. And people hate it when a match ends that way. It is a very upsetting ending. Well, they got a good match for me this week because I got (laughs) counted down normally by Garrett in like 2.5 seconds. Man. It was very short. It was a very short match. Tell me about this yeah. decision to give. Defeated me. Tell me about this decision to give Dunaway. Uh, War. He's got Wario colors going on. Well, yeah. When he joined Core, he became a bad guy. Okay. So he re- originally his outfit was based on Super Mario, oh. and when he joined Core, he became a bad guy. So we recolored his uh, clothes to match Wario. Ah, uh, I see. So now that he's on Core, he's a he's a Wario man. Wow. Well, well, if I win, do I turn core good? No, because you're not in core anymore. I mean, you well, could. You could decide, like... If I like, beat Sprott, then I could also beat him at leadership in core, throw him out, and he can go on his uh, Vagabond arc. My, yeah, my I mean, that way. would be a cool arc. You beat Scott, you become the champ, and you're like, uh, look at me, I'm the captain of core now. Yeah. And uh, Dunaway and, and me will fall in line. Now, I also had a pretty embarrassing loss, so I understand how Bo feels. Yeah. yeah well, we're going to turn into good guys. We're going to redeem core together, the three of us, without Scott. Yeah. We're with me. Brian Dunaway. Yeah. And uh, then Scott can go suck on his sour grapes outside for <laughs> four or five matches until you bring another storyline together or something like so that. So let me ask you this. My status as someone who never loses the title and everyone wants a gun for me and all the fans are rooting against me. Your jorts status. Am I, yeah. am I at the level of Hulk Hogan when he was just a bastard in the actual league he was playing in back before he quit wrestling? Or am I the level of Hulk Hogan having sex with his best friend on camera. Like what level am I? No, no, you're the fun. You're the fun people root against you level. Not the like, not controversial. Okay. Like people like that. that They root against you. Where does making your teammate wear, wear, wear Wario colors. Like, what is that? What is that (laughs) level of evil? Exactly. (laughs) What level of, what level of hell did that originate from? The meanest thing Scott has actually done in in story is that i do tend to paint it as basically his mentality of running core is you better go out there and win or i'll kick you out (laughs) like so we've made him a bit of a taskmaster but he is not like okay he hasn't done anything that evil lots of people cheat i'll tell you i haven't flipped it over but the mod syndicate tom's faction yeah 
they're the real cheat. They cheat in every match. Mm. They're winning. They the reason Scott's injured is because they refused to end a match. They just kept hitting him with chairs. Yeah. Like oh. the mod syndicate has turned real evil. People root against them and they're supposed to cheer for him. So uh, you know, there's a reckoning there. I think there is a road to core redemption, maybe. Mm. So mm. Wow. We'll, we'll have to possibly pursue that it is continues it possible, to be fun. Is, it, is it possible for the outcome of a match for the two wrestlers to realize they shouldn't fight each other and just be friends no i wish oh, that'd be i cool. wish that there was so much happens, variance right? on that yeah. yeah it happens in wrestling where like they're fighting each other and maybe a third antagonist comes out and the two original fighters are like we should be buddies let's beat this other guy up like Patrick Beja comes out and Scott and I are like, wait a second, why are we fighting each other? Let's fight Patrick. And we I mean, we would <laughs> need to. Patrick, thing, right? <laughs> Patrick is terrifying in this game. I will Plus say, two. I didn't know I was doing it, but I made a real killer with Patrick. He, he was undefeated until last week, uh, or I guess yesterday. He was undefeated until yesterday, and then even when he lost yesterday, he eliminated two people and then he got eliminated with someone cheating. So someone oh cheated to get him out. A mod syndicate guy, right? Yeah. Who's all in the mod syndicate so I know who the cheaters are? In the uh, Tanner's in the mod syndicate. Ben okay. is in the mod syndicate. Uh-huh. Monica is in the mod syndicate. Uh-huh. And Tom Merritt leads the mod syndicate. I knew it. Tom Merritt was a cheater. Yeah, Tom Merritt's right behind now. it all. He's he's the one. He's the one who hey, really does cheat, it all. Tom. Yeah. <laughs> He oversees it all. Tom beat me this week. I called him out for revenge for Scott, and it didn't go well for didn't me. Go, it didn't go the way your direction. I understand. No, no. Tom Merritt's a threat. Well, make sure you check it out. It's a Craftless Rogue on Twitch for the live stuff and archived up on YouTube pretty quickly after at Craftless Rogue also. Yeah. Bo, you did the Portal 2 VR mod, and I can't wait to hear about it. Yes, this was an unexpected weekend for me. I saw the tweet. I played it at like two hours later. I'm like, I know what I'm doing immediately. I've been waiting to play Portal and VR since I first donned a VR headset. Yeah. And I got to say, not that exciting. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I've been excited about a lot of experiences. This turned out to be, uh, you know, a well done mod. The controls work really well. It is a great, it is a good experience. Yeah, but um, I'm so used to VR. Like you're showing footage of me setting through the air. It feels awesome, but you know, I've, I've you're, been, yeah, you're acclimated. I, I've I think. been on roller coasters and shit. Like this is, it's still pretty. Like yeah. for me, this was like pretty tame. Mm. So I was like, enjoyed it. Portal Two is a great game. Obviously, laughing a lot over Wheatley being a dipshit and Glados becoming a potato on your gun. I played through a lot of it. Um, oh yeah, that's later. Great. That's late in the game when you get to the potato stuff. Yeah, like I made it pretty far, um, but um, the the one thing about about it is like, well, I've played it before, but also, um, like I said, the move because the kind of thing is like, what if I put two portals in and fall infinitely? Um, one, the bad news is, is it doesn't work that great. So the actual game client, when you go through a portal, kind of resets your direction. Like you don't just fall through it in any old facing any old way when you go through a portal it'll reset it so your boots are facing down so it does that in vr so it doesn't produce the kind of trippy effect you think it would doing that kind of stuff it just and my brain was just like oh i get what's going on it's not that magical whatever yeah yeah uh, another pet peeve too is this game wants you to look at the floor and ceilings a lot and my headset fell off a ton because my head is big and the strap is while it stays on my head 
you know, looking left and right and kind of around. If I've got to look straight up, then it falls off my head uh, half the time. Or straight down, it slides off my head. Um, I think probably just having long hair makes it slippy too or something like that. Um, but it's fun. And, you know, uh, Portal 2, everyone, you guys know the game. It's been for a while. Not much new to say. Then it still holds up as a fun game. Actually kind of inspiring game just because it takes very simple mechanics and does something really interesting with them. Um, but, uh, yeah. Portal 2 is cool awesome. Stuff. I need a new Portal game, man. 2011 was a long time ago. Let's get some. Yeah, like, the one bad thing I would throw at Valve is like, yeah, I get that you don't want to put out trash all the time. Like, you want it to work yeah. on it, but you guys take a long-ass time. Really guys. long. Like, somebody needs to, like, you know. Like, come on. It's not even just because to make sales. It's just because think about us and our sad lives and it makes it less sad when a portal or a half-life comes out or yeah. whatever else you're going to do. Sure. We're going to die soon. <laughs> like we only have so long. It can't just be Dota like, at all a the certain time. point. All the people that care about half-life three coming out are going to be dead. Yeah. 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 I don't even, yeah. It's not even about you guys making money and you know, it's okay. If it's not that good, it's fine. Just, just like make some people happy for an afternoon. Well, yeah. I said something earlier about Valve was smart to stay uh, non-public, right? Stay private. But part of the reason they are they don't feel the pressure to constantly be putting out the games is that or no, features the, on Steam in, or anything internally else internally would be the only driver, and certainly money keeping them afloat. And money is not an issue. No, <laughs> they don't. They they make money off of everyone else's games. Yeah, they print so. money. They just you know. Yeah. Well, but, uh, uh, that's still it. Looked fun from what I can see from your video. It is fun. It is good. It's just the whole, the part that you're like, wow, can you imagine VR portal and VR would be insane? Yeah. Yeah. It's not. <laughs> it's not. Yeah. I, just, I wouldn't put it in that category of game. You'd think it'd be that, but it isn't that. I mean, it, just based on what I've already sort of experienced, but it was still cool. And I'm glad I did it. I and enjoyed it. You've also drifted back to Farthest Frontier a little bit, uh, part of your little break from the yeah, isometric. Yeah, part of my uh, little break is thing. I just need a different genre. Mm-hmm. Not, I didn't really gravitate to the uh, go-to-bed-early genre because, you know, <laughs> city management games can also keep you up kind of late. But um, there was an update where they added some stuff in, and I'm like, cool, let me check it out. And I played it. But I've just been playing that. I don't have much to say. I don't think... There's stuff about the game I really like. I don't think the rating is really working out. I've played a long save, and they just it just gets to be tedious. You can turn that off, thankfully. Um, the religion stuff, I think there's a lot of demand just to have spirituality in the game, and I they weren't expecting it as part of their design plan, so they pivoted. That's an acceptable system um, in that you get blessings from from finding relics in the ground and then at your temple giving it, uh, having the priest preach it but it's really it's okay it's just it's just okay i don't think it adds a ton but i think it's you know grateful that they added it i'd get the impression it's not the biggest team in the world although banish was made by one person but anyways um definitely for the amount of systems and polish on it like it's still a good buy and fun sure sure but um i don't know there's just there's like not that there's I think like when I think about the genre, I think of stuff missing and it's not necessarily that it's like, oh, it's bad that they didn't put it in, but like there's room for that. Like I kind of want like, um, you want to add more things to the simulation. And I think what this game's doing is it's adding more, um, buildings Mm. and things like that sort of laterally, but I don't think it's adding 
much new, if that makes sense. I don't feel the same stress and anxiety when I play this game as with Banished. And um, which means it's more like said, of a game for me, but I totally get why people like that in Banished. I get yeah, it. Yeah, and I don't. The rating is just a little. What I hate about the rating is like you know, they'll send four at you, then they'll send six, then they'll send eight, then they'll send twelve, and I murder all of them, and it just feels like they'd stop rating me after getting their ass handed to me. <laughs> but as the game goes on and you spend 30 hours, let's say on building a city and it becomes huge, they just send more. So now they're sending 80 and it just takes forever <laughs> to kill them all. You know what I mean? It's just annoying. And they all move in a straight line. They don't have tactics. They just Pac-Man to whatever has money in it or yeah. goods and John, steal it. Like, it's just not very interesting. I, I feel like that's a real, blemish on the game i would play with it off and have been mm, now i probably would anyway but i but john yeah. that sounds like what we do in age of empires it's like keep it keep it coming you keep chipping away at my wall i'll keep murdering your people and, a little uh, bit yeah, yeah yeah i mean it's a different experience when you've got two rows of walls with <laughs> the, the, the turrets everywhere behind <laughs> it you don't have to actually do anything except the problem watch and with, laugh. with yeah. turtling in this one is it's fairly resource intensive to pay and equip people soldiers you mm. can yeah so let's say you make a wall well then they they don't send any of the enemies where you've invested money the, the game ai just knows to pick the weakest path in and we'll always pick that and as soon as you solve that they'll just come from another direction there's no rhyme or reason there's not like there's a camp to the north so i gotta defend the north and then the north is defended magically all the raiders just come from the south you put all your resources north to block the northern invasion the last three invasions came from the north you put a wall you put archers you got it defended They'll never come from the north again. Hmm. They'll come from the south constantly. Hmm. You set up stuff in the south. Now they come from the west. You set up stuff in the west. Well, there's a little hole in the west, and they always filter into the same hole where there's nothing. Like, it's not very good. <laughs> you know, it's just like, let me get some satisfaction from, like, the defenses I've set up um, at the least. Like, just send them in to random directions. Don't make it so that they know the precise hole in your blockade every time they're bandits right in a in a medieval non-educated world they're not smart yeah well it's early <laughs> anyway. access maybe they'll refine that who knows yeah i hope so but um yeah Did, I, I guess i just got a bit of a a toadstool about it. i mean a foot not a footstool a soapbox soapbox see i do it i'm not the only one hey real quick uh does the priest in the religious part do this because if they don't forget it i love this guy I, oh, 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 i think there's a bit of a choir i think it's more like one of the most iconic game game samples of all time i love it uh, all right. Well, that's farthest dungeon, or sorry, farthest dungeon, farthest frontier. Oh. Uh, Endless dungeon coming out soon, though. I also do want to check that one. Yeah, out. I do too. I'm looking forward to that. That's a that might one. be a multiplayer good time game. Yeah, that might be it all right that way. I'm more and more convinced that the thing John put me onto, whose name I can can never remember, um, the one by the monster train guys, frick. Oh, Inkbound. Inkbound is going to be a thing we play. It's so good. Oh, my gosh. I'm looking forward to it, guys. Yeah, I mean, I'll have good. a bit more time. Maybe and that we weird, that weird animal uh, thing that just hit Game Pass today. Uh, animal. I, I, I tagged you guys on Twitter 
X for this. Oh, party animals. Party made animals. by the um, gang beasts. Yeah. Right? Yeah, we could play yeah. something real dumb with that. That'd be good. I will play anything. Uh, name the time. <laughs> I was like, I just want to play multiplayer. <laughs> I miss multiplayer, guys. and I'm going to have a lot of time to negotiate free spots. So if we can find a lot, like maybe uh, coffee and games at like one in the afternoon on a Monday or something. Hell yeah. Know, something like that. Hell yeah. yeah. I'm Whatever already works for the schedule, you know, and maybe we can figure something. I'm out. in on this. I think that sounds awesome. Let's do it. We're planning everybody. Uh, all right. We're going to take a break. When we come back from this break, it will be uh, a dear Martha. Looking forward to that. We're we'll also mm-hmm. talking about a few of the news items we missed and some of your feedback, all that and more. If you'll just hang in there while we go pee and get drinks and things. Okay. So we'll be right back. Hi everybody, we're back. Just got some really uh, crazy news, but we're not gonna. I'm not gonna share it on the. Show. I can share it if you want. I don't care. I'm not. All right. Bo farted okay. on his way back to the uh, to his microphone, and, and he says it's really. No, I gotta exist here. I'm dying of toxic sludge. Yeah. What is it? It's all those pepperoni sticks, man. They're gonna get you this Monday. I, I didn't eat any pepperoni today. I had a um. What do they call it? Like a uh, chunky crunch, like a KFC chicken burger today. Yeah. <laughs> A chunky, chunky crunch. crunch. My brain blanked out for a minute, and I I thought he was describing the fart, and I just was like, "What is Bo doing?" And then I realized we had moved on a little. <laughs> I want one of these. I want yeah. a chunky crunch. That sounds yummy. A chunky crunch. What is it? The, the I don't thing. know. I don't know what they call it. I don't do KFC very often. They have a thing called that. Maybe it's maybe it is the name. Well, there's uh-huh. a big crunch, but that's their standard one. It's like the special one they have. That, but that's Canadian. <laughs> this is a Canada KFC thing. There's no way KFC. You don't have here. a big crunch. It's a thing called the Chunky Crunch. Yeah, something about that's funky, right? There's, no, Chunky Crunch isn't right, but it's like the crunchier version of the Big Crunch. But I don't even think Big Crunch. Here, let's up. see. I'm looking at the KFC menu. Maybe hold on. Let's see if it pulls yeah, up. Yeah, I'm trying Big Crunch as a general search, but. The menu item they have for us is uh, we've closed all the stores in your location. <laughs> so K- KFC, here, KFC menu. Okay, so they have on the one I'm looking at, uh, okay, this is for US, U.S. locations. Oh, it's really slow. All right, there we go. Sandwich-wise, oh, boy, they got, oh, there we go. Spicy chicken sandwich combo. Classic chicken sandwich combo, classic chicken sandwich plus nuggets, little uh, chicken little combo, and then spicy chicken combo. They don't have a, they don't have a what? name like that. Big crunch. I don't know. It was, it was a, like a big box chunky chicken, uh, something like that. I'm looking here, like a big box of chicken. Like no, no, no. It, it was or... a sandwich. It was a sandwich. Wow. Oh. But it was a thicker sandwich than the big crunch. Uh, pot. No, that's <laughs> no, there's nothing, man. Yeah, not not a thing in the U.S. One. I'll bet they have their own branding up there. Um. Oh, let me see here. Uh, KFC famous chicken chicken sandwich. Chicken chicken. Is that the one where the bread is chicken? Because over here they call that. No, a I will send you a screenshot of what I'm looking at. Okay, okay. we can right. get to the bottom of this. All right. yeah, we got to figure this out. <laughs> there we go. Gosh dang it! Uh, I don't want to. So the top oh. left square, the KFC famous chicken chicken sandwich. The famous chicken chicken. <laughs> chicken chicken. Yeah, yeah we, we don't, don't have, have that. that. Dang it. You see you see why I was having confused about the name. It's I I assumed it would not use the same word twice in the name, but it's a chicken chicken sandwich. You also no, get a little just, macaroni salad thing we don't do here. 
That looks Man, all right. they still have good KFC there. Yeah. I bet KFC there is good. I'll KFC here is. is garbage. It didn't used to be. No. Or well, maybe had... my, our standards were different. But... Yeah. but people tell me, just generally speaking, because we're more of a socialist country in American terms, like we have higher standards on food quality. And... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like that's actually a thing where it's like, you'll look at a piece of beef and it'll say like AAA, but is it Canadian AAA or is it from the States? It's like from the States. All that shit's full of hormones. Like don't. Yeah. Don't buy that. Yeah. 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 That's interesting. Buy the Canadian steak. I don't know if it's true. It's just the collective wisdom from up here. So. Sure. Well, the Colonel. Don't trust your food. The Colonel would roll in his grave. I uh, know he wouldn't. He'd probably be fine. Did you know the very first KFC restaurant was here in Salt Lake City in, in a little off, uh, like a suburb called Midvale? And it's still there. Oh, really? Yeah. It's oh, not, really? It wasn't in Kentucky. Everyone thinks it was Kentucky. It wasn't. It was right here. It's like. um, It's crazy history here. Well, I guess they lied to us. Yeah, they're lying. It's always been a lie, John. Always. Do that, other companies do this? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they do. Yeah, yeah. It's well, like, it's normal. Like if you have French fries, but you bought it in Illinois, <laughs> it's not a lie. <laughs> <laughs> Illinois. Illinois. I like the. Oh my gosh! Please capture that. I don't know what you'll use it for. But <laughs> Did I say Illinois? If yeah. you have French fries that you bought in Illinois, Illinois. <laughs> it's not Illinois. What did I say wrong? No, it's usually it's Illinois. You're right that it's Illinois, but you went Illinois. Like it's just there was a weird emphasis. That's all. Yeah, I'm was, Illidan from Illinois. Illidan from <laughs> Illinois. Yeah, Illidan. It's good. Go. It's good. All right. Well, it's that time of the show where we do a little uh, uh, dear Martha, and today it's just a little quick review, as I understand it, John. Yeah, um, the phoning it in. But. Uh, no worries. Uh, do you, and this is a. Uh, well, I guess we'll find out what it's for. But there's no, is- there's no contest. There's nothing. Uh, it's not even that great of a review for Dear Martha. But I read this and I went, let's spread chaos by reading this upon the show. Excellent. Let's do it now. Uh-oh. Here we go. My dearest Martha, I present to you now my review for the hentai game Scarlet Maiden. <laughs> Ooh, Whoa. Martha. Making positive reviews for hentai games recommends them to your friends, which ruins their Steam store page with hentai games. Mm-hmm. Yours in this life and the next, <laughs> Tmuppers. This happened to me when I got that code for, uh, oops, that didn't happen. I got that code for Lust from Beyond or what it was called. Yeah. And I, we talked about it on the show. And I, ever since then, that's now because of that, I get every once in a while, I get a thing on my store. I, I figured I would read Jeez. that so that people could take that information and do whatever they want. Yeah, whatever it. you want. From uh, I'd like to point out that Scarlet Maiden is an overwhelmingly positive game. Oh, wow. Look at that. Um, and so it's pixel art, but I kind of. Oh, my I mean, gosh. I, look what these I pixels don't are doing. Want to play it. <laughs> it's like really hard. Scott get, got to the end type. Well, the part with the, va- the vampire in his coffin upright. What? <laughs> I don't even know what to say about this. But it has the ability to increase your powers, which is, we love that in Metroidvanias. I assume this is a Metroidvania. <laughs> this might actually be a good game that's also lewd as shit. It's lewd as hell. Look at this lady. Oh my gosh. What is she doing to her? Okay. That, yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah. So you got to that part, right? Where yeah. there's like milk. Hello. The part where, the, where, where the milk. there's milk. I <laughs> got the... to the vampire. I had to know what Scott was interested in. <laughs> The vampire is awesome. That it looks like dead cells, but if dead cells was full of naked ladies, kind of, yeah, it's very, um, 
Oh, geez, even the gifts down in the listing are gnarly. Uh, making positive reviews for hentai games, recommending them to your friends, which ruins their Steam store page for hentai games. This is a lot of fun. I really like the art style of the game, and it fits. People like it. All right. Good time mechanics. To, time to make a Pornhub account to stream on. <laughs> What's the um, these? Uh, oh, you know. Hey, guess what? Orc massage. Our fa- yeah. our favoritely discussed hentai game is on the more from Critical Bliss. Who's Critical Bliss? Is that the developer or the publisher? It's the uh, publisher. Publisher, yeah. So Critical Bliss is the publisher of this and Orc Massage. Fantastic. They get a lot of attention from the Dear Martha segment. Yeah, they get a lot of... All of their games are like this. They don't have any games that aren't porny, it looks like. Uh, Critical Bliss, you're welcome. Hit up Scott. <laughs> Make sure he tells you that there are three people on the show if you want to send out review copies That's of the right. game. There's three people <laughs> happy here. Happy to... Happy to Ooh, do reviews. John, get a re- get a code for Flip Witch Forbidden Sex Hex. <laughs> Flip Witch. Yeah, Flip Witch, baby. Man, the ah, thing's on Steam. It's only 12 bucks, you guys. I know. No, it's only yeah, it's nine here. It's cheap. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, someone needs to review it. It won't be me. <laughs> uh, all right. <laughs> I don't like that vampire bit. Let's move on to stuff. What do we got? Oh, we got some more news here. Let's do this right here. Uh, Mortal Kombat One news: The Switch version looks real bad. Um, they are promising fixes. Beyond, I don't, I don't know if they're going to fix some stuff. Some stuff is just because it's on a platform that can't run it the way it does on other stuff. So they have to yeah. have dumber looking faces and less animation in the storytelling and all of that. So I don't think you're going to get fixes on that, but you will get, uh, a, I guess, a more consistent frame rate. They say um, we will be supporting it like we did with Mortal Kombat Eleven. Says Ed Boon. Uh, anything we see that is not acceptable will absolutely be addressed, he says. Um, yeah, so there's that. Uh, I, people made a big deal out of this. Again, not uncommon on the internet. I, I mean, the Switch, we are talking about the Switch 2 in less and less hushed tones. It hasn't been announced yet, but it's sort of that thing you know is out there making the rounds uh, as far as developers. Um, but it, it's not here yet. But I think it's kind of normal for last gen quality systems to be looking a little rough on their ports at this stage. Um, but somebody did point out that they are still charging $70 for this. Oh. And at that point, I do kind of see the complaint. It's one of those things where I'm like, oh. guys, the Switch isn't a graphic powerhouse. We all know it. This is just a fact. You didn't buy the Switch to play the top tier next gen games looking their best anyway. It's it's just going to happen. And then you say, oh, well, they are charging next gen prices for it. And I go, eh, it kind of starts to be hard to excuse. I mean, traditionally, video game developers do not reduce the price unless the features change yeah. between versions. You know, yeah. as long as there is feature parity, the price is going to be the same. But we can't look at that screenshot and go, well, that's equivalent to the experience somebody's having on a PlayStation 5. Yeah, I'm, uh, I didn't know that was the case. I didn't realize that was the big beef as it was as much money as it is on anything else. That's nuts to me, especially from what I've seen. The videos are hilarious. People should find those. They're great. It's not even yeah. glitches. It's just their facial expressions are terrible. It just looks like a game from 10 years ago or more, maybe even 15, 20. Uh, what else? We got the, um, uh, uh, oh, 
Uh, Baldur's Gate 3, uh, Mimi wait, song. Wait, 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 oh. wait, 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 wait. What did I miss? What did I miss? Scott. What I miss? We are not done talking about Mortal Kombat. Oh, stunt casting and there shit. There would yeah. be an uprising if we did not talk about the extraordinarily strange decision to cast Megan Fox as the as a voice in Mortal Kombat 1. Do you have any clips? I haven't heard it yet. I haven't either. Let's see if there is. Um, Let me hold up before you play. I'll this, look it up. This is what I'll I did with my wife and it paid dividends letting her listen to it. I want to know if it's the same for you. Okay. You guys know who Megan Fox is, right? Yeah. Uh, she was, you know, Diablo four most recently what she's known for. And think about how she would be as a voice in Mortal Kombat. And then let me tell you, it's worse than you think. <laughs> All right. So, I mean, my main memory of her is, is Transformers 1. That's all I really think of her as. I'm sure she's done other stuff. Oh, and she's she was married or was with uh, Machine Gun Kelly, and that fell apart. And they were making out and basically having sex at events and stuff. and stuff. That's all I know about her. All right? So now I'm going to play this. I've imagined what I want her to sound like. Here what we go. What you want her to sound like or what you think she's What I think sound she sounds like. like. Uh, so here we go. Let's see what we get. This might be a little quiet. Special thanks to WB Games for the free and early copy of Mortal Kombat. Okay, Wars. thanks, gamers. That doesn't sound like Megan Fox. That's nothing like her. Yeah, what happened to Megan? Yeah. yeah, it sounded like somebody who got a Are free video game. Are we of the same blood? Oh. Mine is superior. Are we of the same blood? Wait, there's more. Is your Vaternus barren too? We did not overfeed. Together we can bleed the realms, and neither Vaternus will go hungry. I don't like it's it. not it's not good. I don't like it. It's her too. They did her likeness. She must have And um, I will say this. Mocap. That is maybe one of the better clips <laughs> that I have heard. Really? Well here, I'll skip ahead and we'll hear another one. You really need to find not the taunts. You need to find the story. story Let me moments. see if I can find something while you even boat. Yeah, because this feels like all taunts. Well, it's I mean, not just based on what we heard. Sorry, go ahead, Bo. Now, it's... That's real rough. It's pretty rough already. Yeah, I don't like it. No, sir, I don't. <laughs> uh... Yeah, it's. I forgot about this. This is controversial. I kind of blew it off because I was like, oh, whatever. You know, Mortal Kombat's all tongue in cheek anyway, and like big deal. But and she is she a major part of the story, or is she just a? I don't know, Scott. I was only able to get two quests <laughs> okay, in for the here, game. Here's something my <laughs> here's something I found. Maybe that you should check that one out. Let's see what you got. Just ignore the title. It's clickbaity shit, but yeah, it is. Um, okay. Here we go. Let's get a little play time out of it. Uh, we're waiting. We're loading. I don't know why. Okay, there we go. If you yeah. need. Serena's right. Because of Quan Chi's magic, my realm's people are no longer poisoned by sunlight. We've finally escaped the shadows. Rest assured. <laughs> <laughs> John, it's bad. It's like voice actor right after she's like she's like she's it's high school and they're like okay Megan it's your turn to read from the book well this like, guy finally the, escaped this, it and then the next guy's like we've finally <laughs> been able to and he was like holy it's like night and day between the two yeah it's, that's not good Spells you so, will receive will break down order realms government when will we have a- oh, wait, no, just fighting. 
Okay, now she'll say something. That blade's enchanted. <laughs> That's bad, dude. That's uh. bad. I mean, I don't, you know, whatever. Somebody out there really likes her work, but I, that sounded bad. Sounds bad to me. It is jarring. And here's the here's the crazy thing. So this was another news story that came out of this was Ed Boone has said that he wants to he pictured a Mortal Kombat game where every character was represented by a celebrity. Like that was <laughs> his that was his vision. Wow. And it didn't obviously it didn't happen, but that was something that he was very into. And here's the crazy thing. So having now made fun of Megan Fox and said it's bad voice acting, and we saw a little bit of this last year. Ronda Rousey was especially atrocious in last year's game, yeah. uh, as was um, they got a guest, and he was like a, a esports guy or something like that, I think, to do a costume version of Sub-Zero. So he wasn't the main Sub-Zero, right? Um, but that was also very bad. But here's the crazy thing, and maybe I'm out on a limb with this. If it was all this, I think it might be okay. <laughs> like, in a world where somebody's like, what are you doing here, Melina? Yeah. And then uh, she isn't Melina, but like, you know, yeah. and all of a sudden someone comes in and goes, let me tell you, I've come here to do battle with you. Like that's jarring. Somebody's trying and somebody's not. Somebody's yeah. just reading words right. in a world where they're all just reading words. Then you actually have it feel campy. Cause like you said, mortal Kombat is very tongue in cheek. It right. is very campy to a degree. But if they're going to take their story seriously and have serious performances from the actors playing these characters, then they all need to do it. Yeah. But here's what I propose. NetherRealm, sign me up. <laughs> give, yeah. me, give me a job. Here it is. Do a DLC that is Johnny Cage decides to try his hand at directing, and he is going to make Mortal Kombat the movie. <laughs> all your characters, make them stunt casted. Uh -huh. get, get Megan Fox. Get whoever you want to get to play the quote-unquote characters, versions of the characters. Yeah. And let it be cringy and bad and awful and make fun of yourselves because they're already very good at doing that. Like they parody their own stuff all the time and do Mortal Kombat the movie as directed by Johnny Cage as a paid story DLC that just tells a weird ass story that is just <laughs> campy and atrocious and poorly voice acted. And it would be amazing. But it like, would be incredible. Yeah, Most stunt casting it probably fine. Like it's cause it, I'm sorry to do this, but it's probably cause it's Megan Fox and she doesn't it's just not oh, her yeah, thing. I mean, their stunt casting has been Megan Fox and Ronda Rousey. Like, well, who yeah. is the other? I mean, if they're only do one of those is actually an actress, but like, if you're going like, to do a whole movie, like you can't explicitly go out and say we're looking for, you know, whatever A-listers mean. We're looking for bad A-listers, yeah, right? Like, yeah, because yeah. like, then they're not in on the joke, and they'll probably figure it out. You want Dancing right? with the Stars type celebrity? So you're probably going to get somebody good in there, right? You're going to be yeah. like, oh man, let's get. Bruce Willis, he's going to suck or something. It's like Bruce Willis is pretty decent. <laughs> you know, or something well, like and yeah. he even said, I guess Ed Boon said he wanted Keanu Reeves as Kenshi. I think it's actually okay if some of it is actually, you know, fine. But just don't make it part of the mixed in game. Yeah. Like it's so jarring to suddenly hear that mixed in with people trying. 
Yeah. Like, Actually, Keanu Reeves is a good example of. I would not score him as the best, whatever you call mocap actor, voice actor. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And you can even have hints that it's not his wheelhouse in cyberpunk and somehow it still rules. Yeah, somehow. It's you know great. what I mean? Like, I don't know yeah. how he pulled that off because there's times where I'm like, this isn't the best VO work yeah. I've ever heard. But like, I don't know what it is about Keanu. There's a little magic in there or something. Or just there is magic because I yeah. love Johnny Silverhand. And I say that despite the fact that he is an atrocious asshole for the first at yeah. least two thirds of that game. Yeah. But, you know, it's like it, people who train not to be seen, but just to be heard, like definitely have a timber and range to how they do their voices that like regular on camera personalities just don't have. Yeah. Or maybe they have, but not quite as strong or practiced or yeah. whatever. There's some crossover and you see it in animated films and stuff, but I don't know. This is yeah. a weird like bit that of guy casting. who did whoever was next is a clearly a voice actor. He's like, I am the villain guy. And oh, I yeah. have breaths in between he, words. <laughs> <I pay." laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. Like, uh, Tyler, if you're listening, we still think you guys are great. <laughs> Okay. We do. I just Even though make that I returned clear. your video game. Yeah. I still like you guys. That's why I'm throwing this idea out. Starfield's and I don't know. I don't know, but I swear they had Dave Batista play a character in the story mode. There's a guy who sounds a lot like him, and he did do the commercial for Mortal yeah. Kombat. Yeah, he one. did. He did. That was a that commercial's been running all week. I, uh, maybe they did. We look that up. They probably. He's great. They'd have to. But he's him. also a great actor. But he's great. Let's but look. Can up. we look that up? Yeah, like, we can look that up. Let's, okay, see. let's see. MK One. I don't know if that guy goes on to be anything in the story, so maybe it's obvious. But I I swear that there was. I swear I heard Batista in there. In the trailer, but. He, I mean, he must. He must have voiced something. Okay, here you go. Susan Eisenberg, Steve Blum. These are some big actors in voice acting. Jameson Price, Phil Lamar. It's a, uh, uh, what's his name? From uh, Hermes from <laughs> Futurama. <laughs> also, he got his head shot off in the back of the car in Pulp Fiction. Anyway, uh, Jacob Craner, Andrew Bowen, John claude Van Damme plays Johnny Cage. I didn't he know plays that. the Jean-Claude Van Damme skin of Johnny Cage before oh. anybody goes. He did great. Okay. Fair, <laughs> fair enough. Before anyone gives him a compliment quick. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Megan Fox. See, J.K. Simmons is Omni-Man. Hello? What? Hello? JK, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. They got him. Uh, John Cena is in as Peacemaker. He's we Peacemaker. He's coming in the DLC. Right. Yeah. So I don't see. I don't see him. I don't see Maybe Batista. it wasn't him, but it did sound a lot like him. Baraka is Steve Blum. Steve Blum's in everything. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I love Steve Blum. So yeah, he's much, great. Though. That guy's like, it's fine that he's in everything. He's got a great voice, but yeah, he is literally in everything. Oh, J.K. Simmons, Omni Man, of course. He's that in the cartoon, so why wouldn't he be? That makes yeah. sense. Homelander doesn't say whether or not uh dude does him or not, the guy that plays him. I I really want it to Aaron be him. Star, Pay Aaron. him what he needs. Yeah, what yeah. yeah. Pay they Anthony Starr what he deserves and put him in. Yeah. I'll bet he's in there. Oh shit. Isn't college boys out? Oh uh, right. uh what is it called? Uh V, <laughs> v-, v- Wars or something boys. school. What is it? What it's do they call college? I can't remember the the V school university v what's the boys spinoff this is so dumb i can't remember this i just saw a trailer called college boys college <laughs> boys oh college gen v boys. it's gen v is what it's called oh gen v there we go yeah I'm, v's the thing 
Uh, my life. <laughs> Spinoff. Um, the boys comic arc called "We Gotta Go Now" by Garth Ennis is the is the source for this. I didn't realize there was a source for this. I thought it was just a made up thing. Let's see the series set concurrently with fourth season of the boys expected to premiere on Amazon Prime uh, September 29th, twenty twenty three. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited about that. Ooh, young adult superheroes or soups are tested in battle royale challenges at the Godokan, Godokan University School of Crime Fighting run by Vought International. Yeah, yeah. That's exciting. I mean, I'd, I'd rather have the third season, but I'll take this one. And apparently Clancy Brown is in four of the episodes. So yeah. There you go. John Ritter. I or, like sorry. Clancy Brown. He's Jason Professor. Jason Ritter's in it. Patrick Schwarzenegger, one of Schwarzenegger's kids, is in it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Clancy Brown, like you said. Yeah. That looks like fun. I'm excited. I'm I'm excited for that one. I love that show. I don't love how many people don't fundamentally understand what that show is making fun of. Oh, when the satire flies over. Yeah. Yeah, There was a big movement. This, I think it was the last season or maybe the season before of people that were like, why are they making Homelander the villain? Yeah. It's like, um, it's painful to find out, man. Are you here? Are you been watching? Are you at all paying attention? It's like Rick and Morty fans like that. I can't stand that that part of the fandom. I like Rick and Morty, but I get why I, Rick is a dick. He's terrible. Hey, You're supposed to worship Rick. Not someone to emulate at all. At all. Not a role model. It's just meant to be funny because of how yeah. messed up it is. It's that dark humor. But yeah. yeah. Don't build your life around it and wear Andrew Tate heads their hats or whatever the hell you're doing. Oh, I, I like I like where it's <laughs> like a pinball just descending deeper into the shit of the internet. It's like it's uh, Rick and Morty, now we got Andrew Tate. I got yeah, a nephew what? who's all wrapped up in that Tate stuff and so pissed well, me Did you off. see the, vi- the Sneeko video going around this week? It's yeah. pretty bad. Yeah, it's pretty you bad. saw that and he's like, transgender suck! We hate women! Yeah, buddy! Woo! And it's just like like it's Sneeko. so monstrous. Like it's disgusting. Freaking Sneeko. I saw a picture of Sneeko boxing and uh he needs to work on leg day. Cause my gosh, oh, he guy, to, he's the guy's a joke. I mean two little noodles hanging out. I'm sure I, I the very definition of doubling down into idiocy. It's <laughs> pretty bad. I didn't know who he was until he did that whole you see the gun comparison thing with, with Moist Critical. Oh that we talked about Moist Critical last critical last week and you didn't know who he was. I still really don't. He's coming up a lot. It's two episodes well, in a it, row. He's a top YouTuber. The reason why I came across him was because I, I unfortunately know who Sneeko is for you know whatever reason. Mm. <laughs> and there was some argument. Someone's like, send me your clips. So he on stream, Sneeko produces his gun and says, I got clips for you, buddy, like gun clips. Mm. And this you, you haven't seen, you should search this out because this is what we're seeing. Uh, response <laughs> no, video. Moist Critical pulls out like innocent. an eight. Um, Moist Critical like pulls out an AR-13 he's like it's not clips it's mags you moron he has this like desert eagle giant gun it's just like you haven't seen this posturing between two YouTubers like nope. brandishing their guns on YouTube nope nope yeah that it's it's worth a watch because the villain gets uh, upstaged in the right way but if you just want to keep yourself clean, clear of all that, maybe just do that too. Yeah, but, these guys. Pretty rough, these but guys. Um, no. Char- but the thing, the important thing to know is uh, Charlie Moist Critical is from Florida, so he's a Florida man. So oh, don't there go he is. Waving, don't go waving your gun at a Florida man; you won't like what happens. Charles Christopher. <laughs> Even I know that, and I live in Canada. <laughs> yeah. Not just Florida, Tampa, Florida. Just kidding, Tampa. You guys are fine. 
Go yeah. Buccaneers. Anyway, um, sorry, that's a, that's a tangent and hold. Uh, uh, that's a rabbit hole. hole. We got to pull ourselves out of it. We're out of this Let's rabbit go. hole now. Now we're going to talk about a tabletop uh, RPG based on Final Fantasy fourteen. I'm guessing John has lost his mind and will never come back to reality. You're pretty stoked, all right? I'm pretty excited about this. Yeah, this is fantastic news. What, what, um, what about it excites you? Do you think that it will translate well? Like, what, where do you think it's going to be? strong because story story is really the strength of that game by your account and everyone else i talked to that's what they love the most character and story do you think that translates well to desktop or tabletop rather i mean i think when you have a established universe uh that's got a lot of characters a lot of nuance um a lot of understood quantities like you create a play space where everybody wants to kind of you know play in that sandbox and with final fantasy 14 like the main story quest is very big you're a very big part of it it's not it's not like world of warcraft where it's very easy to feel like you are a cog in a machine and like other people always do the important thing right like yeah we all raided and killed anixia but officially varian did that and, yeah yeah, we all did this, but, you know, it was Thrall that did this. You know, like, that's kind of how WoW lore works, so it's kind of easy for everybody to have their own headcanon. Final Fantasy XIV is much more focused narrative. Like, you as the Warrior of Light have done the exact same things that everybody else has done as the Warrior of Light for the most part. And so I think it does allow people to sometimes feel like, well, I would I would want to explore what it would be like to be somebody else in this universe, not the quote-unquote chosen one or whatever. And uh, it's a universe, again, that's very well known. And it's, uh, with the way that the game is designed, there's plenty of room to say like, oh, we're going to explore something that wasn't in the game. We're going to explore something that happened in the past or something tied to this. And I think it it's kind of leans into that role play mindset that a lot of players have that maybe isn't being scratched by just the main story quest by itself. Interesting. So to yeah, me, it's interesting. It's not going to be based on uh, Dungeons and Dragon rules. Uh, it seems like based on the dice, the systems, just kind of what we can see of it. It looks like it's probably going to be their own rule set, yeah. but um, I'm, I think this is a very cool direction. I remember getting the uh, EverQuest uh, tabletop book back in the day. I never played a game of it, but I remember finding it very exciting at the premise of it. So kind of in the same boat with this, like very curious to see what this is and what this looks like. I like how the box, it's just called TTRPG. Like it yeah. yeah. It doesn't have, you know, they didn't call it the minds of <laughs> mystery or something. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. It's like, TTRPG, here you go. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. You're not you're not wrong. It's a weird it's a little like weird. Like I don't it's that's a very inaccessible acronym for someone who's not in the know, maybe. I don't know. That art is very man, that is some serious Final Fantasy vibes on that art. I think yes. I like that. That's pretty cool. Here, let's look at that in bigger. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's a, that's a that's some sexy art. I actually like that stuff a lot. And it just feels classic. Like that could be on the box of a SNES game, you know? Yeah, Even it kind of does. The collector's yeah. item, it's probably a nice collector's yeah. item to That's cool. for the shelf, too. Me likey. Um, let's see. Dead Space co-creator Glenn Schofield leaves the studio he helped form to make Callisto Protocol. He was the guy from Dead Space who went over there to make this new studio to make Callisto Protocol. And then that game tanked. I assume is part of the reason he's not there anymore, but he's out. He's on to do other things. Greener pastures. 
Uh, their chief financial officer is also leaving. So I don't think that's going to be good for striking distance studios. Uh, well, I guess your- they're still operating. So maybe they've got another shot in them at making some money. The article made it sound like they might have lost money on Callisto Protocol. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, that thing launched but, broken, uh, and I don't think you get a second chance with. You know, if that thing would have been mind blowing, they would be they would be riding high. Uh, but I feel a little bad about this one. I mean, me not purchasing the game wouldn't have made a difference uh, to the goals I think they had. But definitely, all the press about their janky frame rate probably probably killed them yeah. on 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 this. I think if because I think. I'm assuming Dead Space did okay. I hope it did. Hope it did. It did really one. well. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it was by and large very successful. It just seems like another game in that genre. As a fan of Dead Space, I, I don't. There was something a little off-putting about. It might even just be the fact that it's called Callisto Protocol. Hmm. I get hung up on bad names, even though it's not that bad of a name. But it's. I think a salsa dancing when I hear the name. Like, you know. <laughs> I don't. I don't think horror on a space prison colony. When I, when I hear sure. dead, when I hear dead space, I'm like, yeah, yeah, zombies, space, killing, no oxygen, awesome. And I hear Callisto Protocol, and I'm like, uh, are these shoes right for this game? <laughs> like, am I wearing the right <laughs> shoes, the right pants? Like, That's funny because. I'm not a big believer that game names absolutely make the game, but I agree with you that if your game's going to end up being not great, you're not doing any yourself or any favors by naming your stuff weird names or names that don't really have good alliteration or don't at least say yeah. something about. Like if you if gave me that go- name and I didn't know what that game was, I'd have no idea what that name meant. It would mean I nothing. I think it to matters. Me. I mean, think of all the legend of chaos on Steam and how we made fun of it and someone made a site, right? Just how generic it sounds. It no. doesn't. Like, as a novelty thing, you want to feel proud when you tell people, I played this game and enjoyed it. It needs to sound cool. Like, when I say, I played Yakuza like a dragon, it's like, oh, shit, are you a dragon? It's like, actually, no, but while I got you hooked with the title, you know, blah, blah, blah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But if, I, if I'm if i like, I played uh, grocery uh, wheels, <laughs> you're like, I don't think I want to hear any more, actually. You know, like, <laughs> Wait a minute. I kind of do want to hear more about Grocery Wheels. Yeah, it's a chorecore game, Scott. You'd love it. Yeah, what is that? <laughs> grocery Wheels. Check it. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, a good title. A good, you know, it's not going to make or break a game, but I feel like it helps push things in one of the directions, depending on where you go with it. I don't think the Callista protocol is a good name. I'm sorry. Well, they left uh other dude in charge who worked on dead space two and Gex. And this guy goes way back. Legacy of Kane, medal of honor. He knows this stuff. So it'll probably be all right. They laid yeah. 30 people off back in August. So that sucks, but I don't think that game did well. Well, they lay people yeah. off when games do well too. So I <laughs> Yeah. It just it was a you know it was a bunch of things like the game the game had the hype it had the potential but you know coming out broken their apology tour for it because you know everybody's got to have one was not very good if you yeah. remember the first thing they said out of the gate was oops we just uploaded an earlier version of the game which made you think like oh well that'll be easy to fix because you just upload the current version of the game and then they're like months start to go by and you're like did you lie because it feels like this would be an easy fix based on what you said the problem was yeah and the game still wasn't good and then finally when they did get it working you know it just wasn't the best game on top of it jeff uh 
Jeff Keighley gave them a lot of support. Like, it wasn't also just, like, a, a side game that you saw. It was, like, Jeff Keighley came out, and he's like, let's talk about Callisto Protocol, everyone. Here's Glenn. Like, there was a lot of... There was a lot of hay made about it, for sure. Yeah. So, you'd think with that much... <laughs> Yeah, with that much hay from the stone, you'd think they'd yeah. you think they'd um make a mountain play the it. game yeah. and go, We can't launch this, it's gonna be a huge embarrassment. Like yeah. a lot of attention is on I think they might have kind of messed up Yeah, feels launching like early or something. Whatever I don't I don't know technically what went wrong or how you make a mistake like that, but it's the kind of it's a weird feeling. It's the kind of game where if somebody gave me a free code like right now, I still don't think I'd play it. Like I'd yeah. be like, Bleh. oh man, yeah, it's not in the mood. It's like, I'm. Do I still own it? I don't remember. Oh, I mean, buy I buy games and not? not play them too. I play 27 minutes of Persona Five. I'm probably not going to touch it for six months. So, <laughs> I'm going to beat it before it's you. Not, play it's, it. it's not as offensive as it sounds. It's fine. Right. It's like, I still know. own it. Really? You should check I it do. out, John. Get in there. Uh, I do still own it. Give that a look. See what's up. You check that out, and we'll be thankful. Fill us in on the magic that happens well i i guess here's here's one thing i mean the game came out in december of uh of 2022 and it didn't start getting it got a couple like emergency patches that you think like oh well surely this will be what fixes it on december 6th and december 15th and I think I played after that and it still wasn't running great. Or I think I had found a way to get it to run great, but I'm like, I had to turn things down that I should not have had to turn down. And they didn't patch it again until February. Oh my. And that's kind of wow. what I'm talking about, where like if your game isn't working right, yeah. that's a long time to go without an update. Agreed. Hard agree. Also in the news, Bluey, the video game, launches on November 27th or 17th. I'm very excited about this. I showed this to a four-year-old today who is currently addicted to Bluey, all things Bluey, and he lost his mind. I'm so excited for this game. It's going to be multiplayer, which means up to three, I think maybe four people can play at once. And uh, it looks like a delightful little adventure thing for kids and maybe adults. I'm excited too. Yeah. I hope it I hope it gets my son into Bluey. Like, yeah. I'm, I want him to be into the things he's going to be in. But every now and then, something new gets the interest. And I just times where I feel like we're going in the wrong direction. Yeah. Bluey is one of the greatest <laughs> things ever. Any kid who gets hooked on Bluey is better off for being hooked on Bluey. I can promise you that. Yes. I Like, that is a show that if Bluey is on, Dad is as invested as the kid is. Maybe even he, more. That is not guess. what he picks. No. He has a tendency to pick some very weird things. I, I regret the day that I let my son see YouTube. Because he he really likes to pick things from YouTube. Yeah, I get that. It's a weird time to raise kids, you know. Yeah. I mean, I had my, there are my a kids lot of videos younger. that are just people in bright, colorful tractors in farming simulator, just driving tractors around. Yeah, and that is real good for him. And hey, you know what? He gets to practice his colors. So as a dad, that's fine. He mm. went from. He went from very confidently saying the wrong thing for colors where he would just point at something that was blue and he'd just go red. <laughs> you're like, well, I'm glad you're very confident about this, but no, not correct. Not red. Um, not not right. And now he's got his colors down pretty good, um, although he does like to combine colors together. So he'll look at something that's green and he'll go blue green. Oh, and you're like. 
it's just green. Mm. He's like, okay, green. And then you see something else. He's like, red, orange. You're like, nice. J- <laughs> just pick one, man. But he's he's coming along. So if we can get into Bluey and that leads to the show, that would be maybe a little more welcome than lots of farming simulator videos. I made a 10-month-old say shit the other day. Let me oh, tell you yeah. how that went. I was carrying her through the house and my dog or one of our dogs, Ripley, she has giant bones that she chews on. They're supposed to be indestructible. Oh. Okay. And when she chews them, she makes them really sharp around the edges of the thing. And I'm barefooting it. And I stepped on one of these bones and I went, shit. She's only 10 months old. Mm-hmm. But she immediately goes, shit. Like right back to me. So I told, Uh-oh. so I called Taylor. I said, it's happened. She's repeating my swear word. And she said, it's okay, dad. I already have done worse in front of her. So, <laughs> so that's how that went. Uh, what well, else? She was honest and told you. That's good. Yeah. That's what we, that's how we work around here. Uh, sea of thieves is adding private servers. That's exciting for people that are into that. I think run your own deal, have your own settings, you know, tweak a few things. Sounds like fun. Yeah. Uh, I was just it's a small little thing, but I was really excited personally. Just yeah, I think that's great. I need to get sometimes it. you want to play without getting your ship sunken by some asshole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You want to be side that this is hmm. I mean you have to pay for these servers. What's the deal? Uh Do I know? don't know any of the details. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's just a headline. Scott, don't ask for more. Yeah, I don't want more than that. That's <laughs> great. Uh, core. It's, this is, it was not gaming journalism. It's more gaming talkerism. So. Let's see. Oh, they did say reduced risk means reduced reward. So if you do this, you get less stuff, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I just, it's still, it's a real pain in the ass when you're carrying a whole bunch. Like, it's part of the fun, but there are times when I just want to. We just want to do in-game content. That's you want to deal fun. with friendly pirates, not That's right. griefy pirates. That's right. No yeah. one needs a griefy pirate. That's what I always say. Uh, let's move on to this final story. Bo, you put this in. There's some kind of Baldur's Gate meme song by a guy named it Tom It was just Curry. a meme song, but like, because it's just a guy doing a meme thing. I don't think there's any copyright issues there. Let's just and play it. Let's see what we It's get. just because it was Baldur's Gate 3. I thought it'd be fun to play. Right, we'll give there. a slight language warning, but uh, oh, it's a shit. fantastic song. I oh, like, it's a I little like sweary, it a is it? Okay. Well, let me turn it up the volume. It is very good, though. Here we go. I'm hitting play. It's not very long either. Here we go. Maybe. On the horizon of this forest path, you see a group of dark cloaked figures slowly trudging towards you. What do you do? My half-orc barbarian braces her great hammer, and that's a one. Critical fail. Steve, what do you do? Well, I believe in anticipation my rogue would try and hide behind a tree. Okay, I rolled a one. That's another critical fail. Tom, what does your human bard do? Active perception check. It's a natural 20. Let's fucking go. I feel it in my fingers, I feel it in my toes These motherfuckers mean to harm us, and they got to go So come on, get them now, you picked the wrong day To fuck around with my tight crew, oh, oh So I'm skipping it, I can perceive you Here's what we're gonna do Me and my boys gonna mess you up I rolled a one, I rolled a one Fuck my boys are otherwise engaged So I'm gonna bring it on myself Hey, I forgot, you're supposed to tell me what I see, right? Yes, thank you, let's just slow it all down a bit So you notice that one of the hooded figures is a little shorter I cast Vicious Mockery, Nat 20, let's go You're a shot, motherfucker, and nobody likes you <laughs> Sean! 
everybody says Fucking sure that guy is Can I stop you from forming meaningful relationships And when you were born Everybody thought that you were just a head But then the doctor said wait This super motherfucking tiny short ass baby Got a tiny little itty bitty body and I hate it Your attack lands and absolutely shatters the mind of the cloaked figure Perception check please Matt 20 let's go You perceive the figure was so short because it was a child There's always a kid Specifically the child you've been looking for for the last 15 days Game time and 5 days of our actual lives Okay I'm sorry I didn't know I'll be better His body's just lying there right Right? Yes. <laughs> Don't. Bitch! <laughs> I didn't real like I listened to it. It didn't register that there was so much swearing in this. I might not have recommended. I'm sorry. There's a ton of it. Well, we warned everyone. So. Well, he's Australian. Whatever. I mean. Yeah, it doesn't mean like yeah. yeah. I love that song. I've listened to it three times. Boot that body. It's, it's that so body. good. Boot that mother beaten body. It really, yeah. it really slaps. So, it's very good. There yeah. it is. Tom Cardi. That's who did it. Yeah, credit Twitter. where it's due. Twitter. Uh, I see it here on TikTok as well. Uh, probably. I just like up. that it goes places. At first, I was like, okay, it's a D and D thing. We're singing about D and D. Yeah. But the flute kind of got me. For some reason, he got a flute. He's, a, going, he's <laughs> a real life bard. That's the power of the real life well, bard. That's also why I enjoyed it because I played bard. Clearly, the best class to play in Baldur's Gate three, as demonstrated in this one. You just yeah. you get used to rolling twenties and high rolls all the time. And, yep. And um, but the, where it goes, where it's like. We don't feel remorse over killing the child that we were looking for. We just want to loot that body, loot, loot that, that body. Yeah. And it reminded me of Crofton, who loots everything before anyone else. Like, I have 165 frames per second. I can't have frames fast enough to catch him looting. The bodies are already in Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> so, He's a loving father, so. too, and yet he would still loot that body. He doesn't care. Yeah. Yeah, loot that body good. Uh, let's get to some emails and uh, talk about That's these. That's a good question. This is from, uh, let's see, this is about core romancing games, and this is from Olden Guy Ken. Or Old Guy Ken, sorry. There's no old. Oh, they were going to say Olden Ring. Yeah, <laughs> Olden <laughs> Ring. He says, hey, Scott, John Best and Best video game of last year, Olden Guy. And by the way, I really respect people who spell John's name right and Bo's name right. I always like that. It means yeah, they've it done their nice. homework. It is impressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mine's easy. The other you two. You can tell who's mm-hmm. paying attention. Yeah. Because we do mention it here and there. Anyway, John with one N and no H. Uh, Bo with uh, B-E-A-U. He says, with regards. <laughs> yeah. As opposed to all those other Johns that have just so many N's. All the N's and no There's only one N in John's yeah. name. You know, you know, I met a John that's J-H-O-N. What? What? Why? Yeah. Why? I know. Is he from Mars? J H O N. I think he was from the Philippines. That looks but. like a that looks like a comic book character name, John. Like, yeah. Like, but, isn't that was, the? I worked with Martian Manhunter. Yeah, Martian Manhunter. I don't know if he spells I, it that way, but yeah. I worked with him at it Gap. That's all I remember, and he was a John J H O N. The one I barely remember anything. It was twenty more years ago. Didn't he call himself John something John? John John. <laughs> John Johns. I don't know. But yeah, there's a guy, J H O N, on Instagram. I just find it's kind of a cool name. All right, and apparently, it's pretty popular outside of the U.S. So that's oh, why. Sorry, it's old guy Ken. Familiar for yeah. Us. Sorry, old guy Ken. You're not that old. With regards to the discussion about romancing in video games and kids, I got to tell you, last year my six-year-old daughter rattled me. Sorry, ratted me out to my wife for buying flowers in a game for another character. 
Oh, man. Oh. Yep, this is hardcore. He says, this is forever known in our house as the Stardew Valley situation. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. He says, also, six-year-olds don't pull their weight in the dungeon, never catch any fish, and sell bundled items for hat money. We are trying Dave the Diver now. <laughs> Apparently, most of the fish are too pretty to harpoon. Anyway, love the show, old guy Ken. This may be one of my favorite emails we ever got. I love that yeah. email. It's so cute so wholesome. Yeah, I love it. I See, I, my my wife and I, we like she knows all the all the romance options, and she experiences it with me to a degree. Uh, when I was speaking to the actress who did the voice for uh, Carlac, the yeah. performance for Carlac, she, uh, my wife was like, "You're talking to Carlac on Twitter." Yeah. I was like, "Yeah," and she's just like, "Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I love her so much." She didn't play the game; <laughs> she just lived the game through me. Yeah. And she just was very into Carlac, um, especially because there, there are some things, there's some social awkwardness that Carlac possesses that my wife and I both have. Yeah. Um, for example, the usually, you know, couples profess their love. That's where the relationship begins with, with you professing your love to one another. Yeah. Uh, with us, I we both professed our kind of like for each other, uh, like because it was too difficult. We're just we're just exceptionally antisocial, so kind of like was a big commitment for mm, us. Mm. Are you and guys so, always asking each other to take you to a crash, crash, a crash? <laughs> no, that's <laughs> crash, crash. You take me the up to the crash. Take me to the crash, 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 crash. But no, like, like. She's usually a part of it um, and usually usually gets very involved and invested as well. That's great. Love that. Uh, by the way, talk to the core at gmail.com is where that email came to. And if this uh, next thing's any indication, you might want to use texting as well. 801-471-0462, a.k.a. 10 hams. Uh, here's the text from anonymous listener who says, so... Uh, my kid had to take, he actually put the three dot, four dots. So he says, so uh, my kid had to do a lake run today. Uh, we, were too f- <laughs> we were too far from the dock to get back to the cabin, so we had to go in the lake. And uh, nice. we, left, we left that cove very quickly, says anonymous listener. So, Bo, we got a real world. We got, we got it. <laughs> I'm creating monsters. Like, there's going to be massive lake pollution in 20 years, and they're going to trace it back to me telling, encouraging people to yep, shit in lakes. For sure. Um, um, you got to go. You got to go. It's, it's a little cleaner than, look, I've taken shit in the woods too, right? <laughs> like, my dad and I went hunting. Yeah. And I'm like in my teens, maybe 13, 14. I'm like, Dad, I got a dump. Like, and we're five miles from any house. Yeah. He's like, well, you just go. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, just go. Yeah. Just go right behind that tree there. Take a shit. Yeah. And I was like, but what about, you know, wiping? So he, I shit you not, he opened up a cigarette pack and took the foil out of the cigarette pack and handed me the piece of the foil. He's like, here you go. Because <laughs> that's all we had. We were out hunting. He's like, you should have taken a shit before we went out hunting. And then, you know, he's like, use some leaves if you have to and gathered up some leaves and gave it to me. So, man, the <sighs> cuts on my ass from that cigarette foil wiping my butt. That and then, sucks. All right, I sorry YouTube if that was too much for you there, buddy. Um, but, I can't but, wait but, for the but, comments about you doing that. Yeah, no, I'm gonna start up. I'm gonna, I'm gonna lose this. Is, I'm gonna lose this. That's amazing. Um, but, but, um, yeah, no, it, it, that's amazing. <laughs> it was terrible, but like you know, 
I cleaned myself, and I was young enough to be, I guess this is okay. It wasn't a great cleaning. I had shitty underwear when I got home, but um, <laughs> hunting, it's great. Parents, good stuff, too. Uh, I just think I, just think I that love that this episode started with Bo going, I sometimes don't know where the line is. And then we get a perfect example of him like walking around it, looking at it, maybe tentatively stepping over it, and yeah. then just like... He's like, loot that body, loot that body. <laughs> exactly. So, um, so, but the idea that you used foil from a cigarette pack. Yeah, I, I don't I'm know. not encouraging anyone to do that. Don't please don't please don't raise your kids like that. I That's don't a, know. I don't know anyone who heard that story and went. That's a good thing. I gotta try that. That's, yeah. see where, you see why I like Trailer Park Boys. I'm like, I can relate to the yeah, show over it. Like, you pretty, live that life well. Sure. Yeah. P- piss yeah, jugs, forget it. Bo, Bo wiped it's his close butt to with... home. You know, we like things that we can relate to. And for some of us, that's the content. Um, Someone in the chat but, said, Revan in the chat says, I thought we dodged a gross story this episode. Sadly not, he said. <laughs> I mean, I've got lots of them, dude, but it's a show about video games, not my personal life, you know? <laughs> now that's what's going to get the youtube comment like <laughs> let me just be clear that line right there this is a show about video games not my personal life is going to be, be what gets all yeah. the focus from yeah. from here on out yeah. that should be the slogan for a show you know like companies have a good slogan or shows a good slogan that'd be a good one. they don't have a good one but, i um, think it's core game uh, core core no, cores for core game or some shitty thing. We got to do a good yeah, one. I don't I like, like it. Yeah. I like the Twitter I think, slogan. I think, I think this a is a show about show. video games, not our personal lives. Yeah. I think it's a real one. misrepresenting but good slogan. I like the it. Twitter one that says, I think this is a gaming show with Scott, John, and Bo. I think that's probably. That's a fun that's non. That's kind of self effacing yeah. and all that. Yeah. We can and I think that. it is a gaming show. You know? Yeah, of course it is. It but, is um, a lot of the time. Secondarily, it's, it's about you and your for potty most habits. Most of its three and a half hour run, it is about video games. Yeah, yeah. But, um, uh, you know, that, if you got to go, you got to go. Like, and, and when your kids got to go, I think the safest thing, I think you did the right thing in not offering cigarette pack foil to your kid and sending him to the lake to take shit. Yeah. Of the two, that's the superior option. I agree. Let nature do it. Unless it's near people swimming, like maybe just be polite. But if you're in the woods and there's no one to be seen, then you're good. All but right. I guess there was people around because you got out of there fast. Yeah, you got out of there quick, so you didn't have to. Yeah. Well, part of the reason they got out of there is because they want to stay in the water. Uh, they're more like John. They don't want to hang around in that, no. you know. I mean, just my family and shitting. We've got some stories. Did it ever tell you guys that my, my brother was trained to shit behind the shed a little bit oh my as a kid? I know. Behind the <laughs> shed? My dad, my, my dad trained him like a dog to be like, if you're going to, well, he told him once, like, he was like three or four years old. He's like, let's go behind the shed. And then for years, he was shitting behind the shed, my brother. And there's a big pile of it back here. We were trying to figure out how we did it. And we finally got my dad to admit that he told him once to go behind the shed. And He crate trained or not. He potty <laughs> trained. Like, kid. trained. <laughs> you tell a kid something once and they remember it forever. You forget about it. Right. So yeah, that's that kind of a thing. What the frick, dude. Cause he was feeling too lazy to get him back in the yes. house. Cause you got to clean the kid off, you know, and then take him cause he had dirt on him. He's like, just take a shit behind the shed and like, whatever. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, Lee, uh, real quick note, three notes, one to Lee Burns in the chat. Yes. I moved to YouTube for streaming back in April. It has been that long. So we missed you. Welcome. Second thing I was going to say is join our discord. Cause a lot of these discussion topics, including the weird ones, uh, continue over there. We have a great community over there in the core group and, uh, tons of fun stuff going on in the forums over there. So go check it out. Frogpants.com slash discord. We'll get you in if you haven't already joined us over there. And then the third thing 
Next week, we are recording Friday because John's got some dad stuff on Thursday. So one day later, uh, okay? Yeah. One day later, 5 p.m., dad normal time. Stuff. But don't stress that you didn't get a show that night or wonder what the heck happened to us on Friday. We are recording Friday night, all right? All right. And that's going to do it for us, except for this notion here about uh, patrons. I guess it's a thing I should mention because this week, holy shit, a bunch of you joined. Whoa. I, I know. I don't know what happened here. Uh, Patreon.com slash course show was the place. And here's who joined us. Baz, Andrew Martinez, Rob, Chris Big, Big, Sand, Big Sandwich. Sorry. <laughs> Chris Big Sandwich. I almost said Big Sandwich. Is that a real ad? Wait, wait, wait. You can't. You can't. I know you try to speed through this, but. I mean, look at it. Big real? Sandwich. says Big Sandwich. I can only believe that it Chris does is. does say Big Sandwich. But what's funny is like. You you messed it up a couple times. No, I know, and I liked every version of it. The originally Bigglesworth was trying to come out of my face, and I just Biggins Witch is what Biggins Witch. It might might look like big sandwich, but it might be like um, you know Swedish or something. It's a big sandwich. sandwich. Yeah, big sandwich. Sandwich. Yep, that's how Swedish people should be. Uh, Connery also (laughs) joined us from the grave. Oh, the great Sean Connery. Uh, D R Darbs. That's cool. Josh McCorkendale. That's real. We're not making fun. That's a rad name. Jason F. KP. That's like duty, right? Where you have to do the cleanup in the army yeah. or whatever. Uh, Bjorn. KP sauce is yep. the thing, right? Bjorn Millard. Millard. Something like that. Eric Graves and Elo Matey. <laughs> These are all new people this week only. And man, you guys are awesome. Thank you so much for uh, joining us here in the Patreon. You'll get no commercials ever on the Patreon feed. You'll get uh, pre-show content every week, including today. And monthly host specials we just put one up where Bo and john went deep into sto- uh, spoiler territory and did a 2.5 hour show yeah a- about baldur's gate 3 <laughs> in case you're curious why core is long yeah. every now and then we blame each other for it but uh Bo and i recorded a show together and it was almost as long as this show right here so that's right and no we had one- a lot to get out though yeah, it was a lot. And I'm glad you guys did. It was a good venting, but also uh, a great thing for patrons only. No one else is getting it but Patreon people. So uh, if you join now, you get access to that and all the past episodes as well. We also send art in the mail. Although, I could go on. Yes, go ahead. What? I just need to say one thing from the show that you need to know. What's that? That there is a song in Act 3 that you need to not miss. So make sure you do the House of Hope quest. That's all I'll say. It's not That's really a big song spoiler. I need to hear? One of the best boss battle songs ever in video games, oh. period, happens in Act 3. Okay. And um, we got to spoil and talk about it, but because you haven't made it that far, I don't know when we're going to say it, but I'm just going to say epic. Okay. Epic. I'm but in. The, I'm into more, the epic. That and more on the, on, the, on, the, on the spoiler cast. All right. Yeah, check it out. And like I said, all those are there for you, even if you join late. So join up. Be a part of the group. Be a part of this family. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much for your support and everyone who already has. You're the best. Patreon.com slash core show is the place. If you're looking for all other links to that and everything else we do here on the show, you can find it all at frogpants.com slash core. And now, Fast Grandma with her summation of the games we played this week. It wasn't just Starfield and Baldur's Gate 3 this week. The boys played something else, but they did play Starfield. So if you're wondering what the first game was they talked about, it was Starfield. But... The new game you're going to get sick of hearing them talk about is Cyberpunk 2077. Scott wants to play it. Bo might play it one day in virtual realities. John's playing it now. Scott also played Doom 2016. It's typically just called Doom, but it is important to remember that because there's lots of games called Doom. (laughs) 
He also played Persona 5 Royal. Royale. That's it? Yeah. What? <laughs> Royale, I believe, Grandma. It's Royale, I believe. Then why'd you spell it Royal? Well, it's no, spelled it's that way. Is it Royal? I, th- I assumed yeah. it was supposed to be Royale. Really? Oh, jeez. Royale, Royale has, has a, a spelling. Yeah, it has it an, with has an e. e. It normally yeah. has an E, but does Royal sound right? It sounds Listen, wrong. Listen, son, I understand that you think you might know a thing or two, but I've been around since the war. <laughs> Oh, yeah, the war. Right, right. Which one, Grandma? There's so many. The Civil. John also played Mortal Kombat 1. Not for very long, but he played it, and he talked about it, and he played WWE 2K23. Presumably 24 is going to come out, and we're going to see some serious shit. (laughs) Uh, Bo played Portal 2 VR mod, because of course he did. Yeah. And then he also played Farthest Frontier, which Uh is not Starfield. Yeah. This what? is a further frontier. It's on the ground. That's right. Where we live. And you can never say we don't tell you the name of the games we play. Okay? Because now she just did. Did you hear all hear that? We did it. No more complaining. All right? Unless you want to leave comments on YouTube, which we may read next week in the voice of Dear Martha. Anyway, that's going to do it for us <laughs> here on the show. Thank you all for listening. Uh, we hope to see you next week for more core. Until then, bye. Get more at frogpants.com. It's where we'll settle our biz. You, yours, me, mine. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.